Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's Super Bowl week. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. Hi there. There's Brady, fresh off birthday boy weekend. There's Brett. And uh, Big Dig Toledo is here as well. Big birthday boy weekend, I assume, was yes. taking, uh, taking you apart. The drinking, the drugging, the sex. Pizza oven. <laughs> you got a pizza oven? That's what I meant by sex for you. Uh, the pizza oven was uh, probably in full. It was capped used. off. How many yesterday? pizzas? You get the pizza oven on Thursday. How I've many only pizzas? done three. That's it. Totally. Yeah. You did two the first night. I did three the first night. Oh, that's it. Three little ones, yeah. You didn't abuse it this weekend? No, because oh we had uh, Top Golf the next day. Oh, my gosh. Um, And then it capped off yesterday morning. Our buddy Eric Bryant dropped off some. Iberico pork. Oh, nice. It's Spanish pork. It's a this meat pack. It's a barbecue pack. Yeah. Man, it looks Give good. Give you a load of pork. It looks good. You haven't even tasted it's it. It's frozen. You can just stare at frozen food and get it. Oh, excited. I can That's... tell by the marbling. <laughs> Did you see the, the passion in his yeah. eyes? When I thought Salivated he ate it already. And he's just looking at a frozen ice bottle. Man, that... it's unbelievable. Is it, so I don't even know what that is. It's just fa- the face meat. The, no, it's a color or whatever the, that's called. It's a Spanish uh, hog farm that raises these pigs and has. It's very oh, good. I see. I've never had it before. I've heard about illegal it. Mexican pigs, Brett. Listen, <laughs> they're they're flying across the border, and Brady's eating them, plucking them off one at a time. Great work, Brady. A lot of people say you're a bad guy. It's better than Biden's plan. Brady'll just try to eat all the migrants. <laughs> Look at that. Well, there you go. That's a sounds like a. Food-filled extravaganza for you. People just throwing frozen blocks of pork onto your door. and you expect anything No, I don't. Anything I, that's actually exactly the answer I expected. Nothing better. Than <laughs> frozen blocks of pork flying at your home. Said no one but you. But all right. Yeah. You and Jelly Roll, I suppose, are the only two that think that's a good idea. Anyway, uh, yeah. I was a f- I'm affected. Infected? I had, what? I, affected. All right. Brett, affected. I had, a, uh, had one of those dreams in the middle of the night. That uh, yeah, uh, we're just doing our business here. It was just so real. I'm like wrestling with it even now. And my mom comes in with my first, uh, like my first semester senior year report card. Goes, what is this? And it's a nightmare. It's terrible. I'm like, don't worry about it. And I'm, you know, 50 years old in the dream. It's today. Don't worry about it, John. Straighten like you're. This is terrible, and it's literally like D F F F. I'm looking at it. It's like there's no way I'm graduating high school. I got to get on the ball here. It's like within seconds, the dream transports me into this high school. All it was was this dream that everything you've ever worked for is about to be taken away from you by something that you never that's, finished that's haunted you for ages. Which was you know the stress that has got to be. 
Because here I am, you know, 30 years later, the most stressful situation I've ever faced in my entire existence of just shutting it down. Like, it's over. That that dream was so real, it brought back every ounce of anxiety and weirdness and strange stress and pressure that I felt in high school. And my, all it took was my mom. And by the way, it was 1990, Marcy. Comes rolling around with the with the report card around the Delta eighty eight. Yeah, she yeah, she else. was a ninety eight Regency oh, yeah, Pro. And we had we had money for it. Straight, <laughs> please. We didn't go for the, the if, if, different chassis altogether. <laughs> it was on the Park Avenue, the Buick, but it was a yeah, car guy now. Look, look, I'm telling you right now, I knew that vehicle. <laughs> it was it was a big deal when we rolled into George Drive and uh, had that thing. That was pretty nice. We had to move out of the neighborhood we were in because it was like, all right, it's getting old. We're ahead of these <laughs> Too Tercel, bougie over these here. Tercel yeah. people have got to get out of our lives. But yeah, so it was that 1990 Marcy comes in with that thing. And I woke up in just like a nightmare. Like it's all over. If I don't get this done, like if I don't go back. But I graduated. So I had to keep, like in my head, I'm like, you did Weird. it. You got out of there. Why does this still like creep up every once in a while? And it wrecked everything in my sleep. I, at like 3.33 a.m. I woke up just in pure panic. It's like, this sucks. My heart's racing. I'm like, this, I can't believe. And I went through, this dream felt like it was hours long. Back to Dobson. I didn't, I, nobody I knew was there. I got to go back in and finish this up real quick in order to save what, you know, what I've got now. It was crazy. I'm never, I, I guess, I've, it was a, the most extended period of stress you could ever imagine. And you feel like your life's going to end. And, of course, I was really wrong. But yeah, still affects you when you wake up. Still affects me. It was crazy, and I can't. Mine is uh, it probably reoccurred three times, maybe more, three or four. It's uh, I'm I'm back to sales when I've got to do the morning thing. It's almost like missing a class in school. Exactly, that's what this was. I'm missing it, and it's going to be, and it's all going away. What am I doing? Yeah, and you dream about something, and like that's over, right? And, And and like successfully over. It's not like you didn't do it. If I, I can't imagine what it would be like if I didn't graduate and had this, and then I still you know, managed to, but I still had that on my, it's, evidently, this doesn't fix that. It's weird. I don't know what it is, and I don't know what triggered it or what anything. You know what I think triggered it? Watching all that That's My Mama this weekend. <laughs> I honestly do. I, I honestly, oh my God, is that the best show ever? We'll get to that in a second. But it was this disappointment of mother. I don't know, some sort of weird psycho, you know, Norman Bates, don't disappoint your mother thing. It was so creepy, so weird. And it was just this, what felt to be a three-day dream that would never end. And it's still, it's on my head right now. Did you figure you're going to barber after that? And, uh, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought Live maybe, with Marcy yeah, the rest of your life. It could and- happen. I could go in there and just make it right with mom. Like, she's still <laughs> upset. I, it's like, she doesn't care. I'm sure my mom doesn't have... You know, haunting dreams that her son isn't going to... Like, I'm fine. I don't know what it's like. It, it honestly was this... Uh, maybe it's just a human fear that we all have that all of this is going to get taken away. And maybe there's just something... Maybe that's middle age. I don't know what it is. I ain't middle age. when we 104. That ain't happening. But it's just that weird, like, somebody's out to get all your stuff. Maybe that's just a common fear... That you can lose it all. Like it can all, like maybe appreciate what you got. I don't know how to analyze it, but I know it drove me nuts and I know it's sitting in my head right now. And you know, it's one of those things that it was such a real dream that I wake up feeling like it actually happened mm-hmm. and I've got a lot of patching up to do. <laughs> and I know, but I have nothing to do. Ah. 
I'm screwed up, I tell you. Screwed up from sleep. Supposed to be peaceful. What the hell goes on in that brain of mine? And I used to have, when I worked in a restaurant, I, I had to move my bed away from a window. Because in the restaurant stress, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you know restaurant stress will attack you in the middle of the night. And I used to have dreams where I couldn't keep up with what was going on in the restaurant. And it was just this more and more and more and overwhelming and overwhelming. And I tried to go back into the kitchen and the swinging doors were stuck. And I absolutely had to get back there to get everything. I can hear people yelling my name and everything. And I had to, I'm laying on the ground with two other servers and we're trying to kick the doors open. I woke up with my feet up on the window kicking. And I'm like, oh, I got to move my bed. <laughs> I'm going to kick glass out of that. I'm going to boot my window out. Insanity. Dreams. There should be an off switch. There should be a thing. Elon Musk should invent something for nighttime to go. Dreams. On, off tonight. What do you want? I want none. I want Maybe that Neuralink will do that. It would be great. I envy the people that are like, I never remember my dreams. Mine are vivid. They're so real. They feel like they're actually happening. It gets into that thing. Uh, my friend who was a, uh, he ended up being a schizophrenic psychopath, but he had uh, multiple personality disorder. And that's essentially what he would tell me. He said, it's like, you ever have a dream that's so real you can't really tell it didn't happen? He goes, that was my every day. It was like people would show up and I'd chat with them and stuff. And I didn't know if that was a real thing or not after it happened. I'm like, oh, no. And so then real people would talk to me. And I didn't know if that was a real thing either. And I'm like, I need to get out of here. You're going to stab me. Then they did what any normal person would do. Stop hanging out with that guy. He's on his own. That's crazy. But, yeah, I think it stems from that's my mama. Catchy comedy, the network. I text Brett immediately. I'll tell you <laughs> when I text you. I, I remember I used to watch That's My Mama reruns. This is a show from the 19, early 1970, 73, 74. Uh, I, when I was like 20, they started to rerun it some reason between The Tonight Show and Letterman. And I don't know why, but just at 11.30 for about a year, That's My Mama ran. It only was on for two seasons. But I remember that's my mama coming on once at 11. I'm like, what in the world is this? It is the greatest tribute to Black History Month you could ever imagine. It's, it's hilarious. I forgot how funny. It's so, I hate to use this word because it's jive. <laughs> well, they used saying? it quite a bit. They show, say so. jive. The best thing about the show is if you were a, if you were a woman in 1974, in an African-American community, you were getting sexually harassed for laughs, and it was happening to everyone. The opening credits of That's My Mama, which is about a guy who lives with his mother. He's in his mid-20s. He has a barber shop that's attached to the house. His best friend's Earl, the mailman. Mama's about 300 pounds of pure uh, uh, kindness and morality. And Mama is a beast. Oh, yeah. In the opening credits, here's how you know what you're getting into. They're running through the barber shop, and Earl comes in to give uh, Clifton, the star, give him the mail. Mama walks through the barber shop, and Earl leans back and looks at Mama's huge ass. Like, you get a taste of what, if it's a female, it's getting harassed, like, in seconds. You walk into that house, there's a chance Clifton will just start making out with you. It's incredible. But there was a joke in it. I'm like, I got to call Brett. <laughs> Clifton is... Uh, upset because his brother-in-law has been singled out by someone to say he committed a crime that he didn't commit and so he's in there with the the district attorney and and, and mama 
and the district attorney is a white guy. And Clifton goes, how are we supposed to know? The main witness is white. And all you whites think we look just alike like a Chinese waiter. <laughs> and then the white guy looks at him and goes, you guys think that too? And I'm like, oh, this is a show for Brett. <laughs> Not only did they insult the fact that all white people think all black people look alike, they compared it to how we both all think Chinese people all look alike. And I'm like, this is a better world. I was dying all weekend. It was like, okay, let's get back to that's my mama. I do a little thing around the house. That's my mama's on. Oh, it was phenomenal. So many funny, like, like, and Ted Lang, uh, Isaac, the bartender, oh, yeah. who plays a character called Junior, who's just a street informant, and he comes in. Gordon Jump, the big guy from KRP, is the cop. He hangs around the barbershop. He doesn't do anything because he's scared of black people. It is the <laughs> it is so funny. But the main thing I took away was, women, you blew it. Back in the day, all you had to do was deal with us coming on to you, and you got you got everything you ever wanted. There was nothing a woman on that show didn't get at all just for giving a wink back. But, I mean, it was immediate. Like, if a girl walked in the room, it would be like Ooh, if we all stopped and went, Mama, damn. you better sit down right here because I'm about to kiss you. <laughs> it's like, wait, didn't even introduce yourself first. That's just too far. It was the best. It was the best. They had, like, everything you could imagine as far as laughing at things and being fun. And everybody seemed happier. But it, And then I looked up who the writers were. All white guys, which was the weirdest thing in the world to think that they were writing. Job, mama. This turkey over here. I'm like, some white guy's at home writing that. Thing. Well, that sounds good. Here you go, black <laughs> people. I wrote you another script. It Jive was turkey awesome. was a popular combo, too. Jive turkey was all over this show. Good job. Brother, I'll tell you what, blood. You don't need to come back calling everybody blood. Instead of this chief and boss thing, I want a waiter to come up to me and go, what can I get for you, blood? <laughs> like, that was the coolest word. That's my mama. I, I spent seven, eight hours with That's My Mama on and off to, uh, this weekend. And it was just a better It was just a better time. TV sucks now. See, I don't remember it back in the day. Oh, there was no, there was no reason to remember. Yeah, it. It the only thing I remember was uh, in coming to America when Arsenio Hall was like, "You remember Randy Watson is Joe the policeman from that? What's going down <laughs> yeah. episode of That's My Mama? That's right. That's the only thing I remember. Randy about that. Watson. <laughs> His claim to fame was he got to play. And I didn't remember part. that reference. That's oh. the only thing I remember because I was like, "Is that really a show?" And yeah. Then, oh, yeah. it was a show. Yeah. All right. That's my mama's the best. This is Oscar's Barber Shop. That's me, Clifton. That's my best friend, Earl. And then he's got a sister who's married to this guy who's named Leonard, who's just the nerdiest black guy in the world. And all they do is rip Leonard to shreds. And I'm like, this is when people were fun. Every single bit of it today is called problematic. The jokes are me. Oh, and then it just gets into just mama being a 300-pound woman. And anytime they're like, geez, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. The day your mama's 98 pounds is the day I'm going to deal with this. And then the whole place <laughs> would just erupt that this fat woman will never lose weight. Uh, he, always in trouble with the law. And then Mama be like, Clifton, I'm so worried about you. He goes, Mama, with you on my side, the scales of justice will never tip the other way. And, the whole, and he's about to go to jail for, like, life, but he still makes a fat joke. I'm like, that's how TV needs. That's how we all need to act now. They weren't uptight about everything. People weren't losing their minds. White people laughed. Black people laughed. It was truly united. Now it's got to be all, you know. Fake nonsense and crap. That's my mama. I'm calling for it. How was it not a bigger hit back then? It was so good. 
and Earl the mailman. And then the worst Did part you say is how, look, many, how many years? Two. It ran only two, two? two seasons. It seemed longer. 74 to 76 almost. Was that after or before uh, what's happening? Uh, right, right, uh, they may have been eh, pretty close to being okay. like overlapping, but not two. Very similar, though. Because that's what's happening. Had the big fat mom, yeah, yeah, and big fat Cheryl at the at the diner. Oh, it was, the, it was so great. So yeah, I want to get back to that. I want to have real because th- it felt real. It felt like that's how people actually sp- spoke and felt. It's also very like uh, how I don't know. It was almost minstrel show stuff compared to today's treatment of everyone. But it was pretty great, and I spent a lot of time doing that. And I think that's where the dr- dream stemmed from. That Clifton's whole goal was to never disappoint Mama, and then I'd had this dream where my mom was disappointed with me. So I kept watching Clifton try to make Mama happy the whole time. They had one episode where Clifton moved out. I was like, oh no, Mama lives alone, and Clifton moved in with his friend Freddie. I saw that one. Oh, all they did was have sex with yeah. every woman constantly. And if it didn't work out, they just broke up like immediately. If the one girl was uh, the best episode was the one girl shows up and she's Clifton's in love, like immediately kisses her like the second. And he's like, this girl's good. And Earl goes, you dating her? I knew her from Baltimore. She's a pushover Jenny. It's like, what? Finds out his best friend nailed her. The whole episode he's been in love. Finds out Earl nailed her. Goes over and he goes, you didn't tell me nothing about knowing Earl. And she goes, my past has nothing to do with what we're doing here, Clifton. And he goes, well, that's it. We're done. And he tells everybody she's a whore, and that was it. And the whole episode was like, be honest about who you're saying. Like the whole, uh, even Mama came in and said, well, I have to be honest about that. If you've taken a lot of pipe, that's what you got to be, if you're a hoe. And from Earl. And it was like, and and Earl, of all people, took it and banged her in Baltimore. It was her past. And the episode was, if you're a whore, be upfront about it. That was the moral of it. Uh, Because she had tried to change her ways and be a little bit like, make... Clifton wait four dates before she took his pipe. 1974. It's like I had to wait four dates before, ooh, we're going to do anything. And he basically said, you know, I could pound anything I want. And she goes, but you can do it and I can't. He goes, it's different for a man. And then, ba-da-da-da-da-da-da, credits roll. And it's like, yep, that's true. <laughs> now get up. Completely accurate. No, ain't lying. Take that sloppy Arby's out of my house. Mama said you're a pig. But then he did the very kind thing at the end of the episode. Where he lied to her mother about why they broke up. And he said it was because his past. He wasn't honest about his past. And she just mouths out, thank you. Basically, I am a whore. Thanks yes. for not telling my mom I'm a whore. I'm not going to defend You're a myself. gentleman I'm missing out on. I'm not going to defend myself. And I appreciate that. That was very nice of you. I, even though you're dumping me because I'm a sloppy pig. <laughs> who's just taking pipe like you can't imagine. She was hot, too. It was Jenny from uh, uh, the Jeffersons. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was good. The show is just fantastic. I want it to come back. I want a modern day That's My Mama and just watch people's heads explode with every joke. The second they made fun of Chinese waiters, I can't imagine what it would be like today if that joke was on. We all look alike to you, crackers, like a Chinese waiter. Oh, yeah, you guys noticed that too? And then they laughed together. Oh, we bonded over how the Asians all look the same. Oh, it's the best. Damn, I missed that episode. You know why it's great? It's because it still holds true. We're just not allowed to say that stuff anymore. <laughs> I've talked to black people. We all look alike to them. There's a good portion of that population that's confusing to us. Asians? Pff, forget it. <laughs> you can't. You get if, if an Asian guy tried to kill Brett and they did a six-man lineup, 
Everybody's guilty. Hell yeah. I'm not getting in there like, which one did it? I'm like, I pick them. Any one of those guys could be guilty of this. But that's my mom who was like, is the best. And that was Catchy Comedy, the network's tribute to uh, Black History Month. And I thought, this is as good as it gets. This is that's proof that we all kind of love that idea. That, that, that was a tribute. Whereas today, if that show came out, it would be the most racist thing that's ever been on television. Not to white people. Like, black people would be mad at that. <laughs> that's how the portrayal was. Oh, it's the best. I miss old Well, people. Target ran into it over the weekend. Target had, uh, in celebration of Black History Month. Uh-oh. Like, you're talking about the yeah. similarities. Uh, they had these... Uh, Book of Magnets for Kids included civil rights leaders like Booker T. Washington, oh, yeah. but they put the wrong names on at least three of them. Yeah, they, they just put a black a teacher paper. went and got the packet and just heard, hey, you got the... Uh, name Booker T. Washington. That's Rosa Parks, by the way. You missed all of it. They're no longer available, but right. white, uh, <laughs> a collector's item. Nowadays, if you're going to step into that arena, check, double check, and triple check your work. That's it. Pretty close to that one. No one's going to notice. Yeah, it just got a, it could be a printing error, but it was a confused. I saw the yeah. thing where it was Booker T. Washington had a crazy name under him. And then they showed the real picture of the guy and it didn't look anything like him. And it's like, oh, geez. And then Target was all proud of themselves, chest puffed out. Look at what we've done for the Afro American. Wouldn't that be funny? Well, that's, I mean, that's Clifton Davis. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been Clifton. <laughs> Isn't that. Clifton from That's My Mama? That's not Booker T. Washington. It's the picture of Clifton. Oh, and then every time Junior would walk in the room, he'd go, oh, wee! And he'd start dancing for a second. And you're like, this is the best. People need to enter rooms this way. In fact, from here on out, in honor of Black continues. History Month, I want every black friend I know, when they enter a room, to dance for a second and just go, oh! And just go, and then the whole room starts. That is going. amazing how there's always best. a character because that's uh, Jimmy JJ. Oh, JJ was more of the star though. When he would open the door, and there was like a oh, the crowd would go nuts because yeah. he had moves. He had that yeah. thing, and then the dynamite. And... Yeah, it's just better. It's better. It was a better time. I mean, take out all the real stuff that was going on in the world. Those it was just people were a little bit like. More open with their thoughts. Now it's now it now we act like we are because the social media can. Uh uh-uh. uh, it's basically red China compared to the way it used to be. People would just speak and then woof, and then it would be over. Like nobody ever complained the next day that that's my mama was problematic. Then what about their business? It's crazy. Uh, and then the Grammys were on last night. And I don't know if you guys watched that. But watched a little bit. Everybody's going to kill them. Enough. Yeah, it's just a, it was a lot of Taylor Swift, and she needs to sit down. Uh, the good news was Taylor Swift uh, proved our point. She did not look. I thought her hair looked <laughs> like I looked at her. I'm like, ugh. I didn't think she looked good at all. And that's the whole point of the the Grammys is that whole entrance and all the stuff. They just look bad. Uh, Dua looked amazing. I, I really like SZA. I think she's good. And then you know, and I could just hear all of you guys moaning when the best rock album went to Boy Genius. And Boy Genius is a group of. Three folk singing girls. Who were they up against? They're excited. I don't know. It, it, it's they don't know, but they had some like the best. It's bad enough though. And again, best rock album was "This Is Why" Paramore. Yeah, that's the best um, hard rock album. And the right? Boy Genius best alternative music album. Yeah, they had something else with that. They did a rock single or something like that. And Boy Genius one. Yeah, Taylor's hair. I didn't like her hair. 
I don't think. And again, the dress did nothing for me. She's not hot. Well, best rock performance. Best rock boy. performance. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. She's just uh, olive oil. Don't get it. Again, if she wandered in the room, you'd be like, she's pretty. So Travis didn't show up. No, Travis is busy with Super Bowl stuff. Kurt he's Warner, got time. though, he's got time. It's Taylor for God's sake. I, I don't sakes. know if Kurt Warner's here in town uh, right now, but hey, Kurt, I saw you jumped on the everybody's a loser if they don't like tr- uh, this whole narrative that's going out now. Barkley's on it. Colin Coward's on it. Uh, Kurt Warner came out over the weekend, and it's like this weird NFL thing to say, "Oh, you're a loser if you don't like." I remember watching game day about a two or three weeks after the Taylor. Travis Kelsey relationship started, and Kurt Warner was the one that said, uh, this is going to be the place we avoid all that, right? I remember Kurt Warner making fun of the fact that it was getting out of hand early on. Now it now it feels like the big sell is on. All the big names are coming out saying, oh, by the way, if you've got a problem with it, you're a problem. Uh, and then, uh, you know, of course, the people countering it have pointed out uh, the NFL is so honest with themselves. There's an article talking about their charity work with Susan G. Komen, and then another one that's even better that the NFL, you know what's the NFL charges taxpayers for their salute to service month? It's gotten into the billions. That uh, basically, it's the National Guard money pays the NFL to do a tr- to do charity work for them for that month of you know salute service and the shirts and all that yeah. stuff. It is. It isn't. The NFL isn't doing that out of the kindness of their own hearts. We really do kind of have to examine what we're cheering for with the NFL. It is a paid for. It is all all crazy paid. You notice how they don't care about breast cancer anymore? That uh, Susan G. Komen kind of went away, and they don't get any money from them. They were. They were exactly right. They don't care about breast cancer. They never have. They they cared about getting a check and saying we care about breast cancer. Same thing with the military. If this check goes away. They can have salute to service month out of the kindness of their hearts. It costs like $5.2 billion so far for some sort of a, you know, when you guys talk about us, you're a pretty big, yeah, we're a pretty huge platform, so we'll pretend to love you. And then they sell it as not. And each the, team has their, uh, sometimes their own thing. Like it, like it always seems like Dallas is associated with Salvation Army. Oh, yeah, you can pay, do that too. For. And the, all of it's paid for. It's insane. They have. They have this weird kind of vibe that not only that, do they, they take credit for being the ones who are doing good. Uh, yeah, here's the number. Oh, it was 5.4 million was given to uh, 14 NFL teams across the country, the bulk of which is supplied by the National Guard and paid by the Army and Air Force on what's left. Not heartfelt salutes. Each player got to say something. That was what that was. But, but it wasn't for the military to come yeah. out and go, "Hey, by the way, thanks NFL." It was the uh, it's a it's an ad that gets them, you know, buys them players and basically says, "Hey, talk about service." And the players are not, you know, they're like, "Hey, I'll do anything." I don't think they're getting a ton of dough. They're not getting endorsement checks for it. The league just says, "Hey, you're forced to be uh, part of this. You have to wear." It. And if you notice in the gear, all the coaches have to wear the stuff that's for sale. Yep. For that, and but for this, you know, the services. You know, it seems like the reason why they're doing it, it keeps people uh, joining. Oh, it's a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. It's a complete commercial. That's what Same Senator, with the, uh, Senator, the charities. Senator Flake wanted it stopped. It was in a, it was in some sort of a military bill. He's like, let's stop doing this. He goes, the public believes the NFL's doing it as a public service or sense of patriotism, but the whole thing should leave a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, and then the NFL goes out and tries to tell you, I know we did it, and I know you're sick of it, but you're a loser for being sick of it. Even though we said it, 
Tony Dungy, Al Michaels, all these guys early on were like, enough with the Taylor Swift stuff. Now it's the NFL's message that we suck if we're not fans of it. The whole soap opera. It's a business. They don't care about you. They're they going to do what yes. they're going to do. And it and it hurts. Cause, it does. Because we love it so they much. They on our loyalties. Yeah. yeah. But they know they got us by the balls, so they don't care. It's like your wife being a hooker. She makes you pay every once in a while and reminds you, hey, by the way, there's other suitors here. I'm yeah. not really into you. I'll stay so long as the checks keep coming. But once they're gone, this is over, and I have no feelings for you at all. It's like, oh, okay, you're just pretending. Absolutely. But you better be loyal to me. Oh, yeah. Or you're a loser. And I started to – it did. It started to make my stomach kind of churn. I'm like, I love football so much, and it's just like every once in a while that reminder pops out. But watching the game, I just want to appreciate the, what you love about it. I just want to watch this game. I want to watch them compete. Yeah. I want to see my team win. Right. But then the side sure. soap opera stories. And the Grammys last night, even Trevor Noah, the host, made reference to how Taylor Swift's all over the NFL. And everything. everybody can say it outside of the NFL. NFL has to act like it's awesome. Uh, they made jokes about it last night. But yeah, I. Uh, it just seemed like so many fake smiles when she went up. And, oh, there was a lot of fake smiling then, last night. A lot this of This is fake my 13th smiles. Grammy, oh, and by the way, I just wanted to say... That was a kick to the nuts to Miley Cyrus, oh, too, because Miley won her first one and said, oh my God, it's my first Grammy, and she won two, and she, even in the middle of her song, screamed, and I just won a Grammy. Like It was like, it seemed a little bit pure. It's a big deal. Like, it was a pure thing to her. Taylor goes up, it's my 13th Grammy, by the way, I got new music coming out secret. in April. I have a secret. Yeah, she, she basically told everyone, she sold her next, she's brilliant. I will give it to Taylor Swift, she's, she's smart, she's a billionaire for a reason. But the, the saddest part of modern music is that the performance that stole the show last night, in my opinion, was Joni Mitchell. Man. Of all was- people. Joni Mitchell went up and did uh, Both Sides Now, which is a, you know, just a beautifully written classic old song. And uh, you don't know her story. If you know her story, Joni Mitchell got into a wreck 30, 40 years ago and had to learn how to rewalk. And then about 10 years ago, had a massive stroke and couldn't talk or walk and had to relearn to walk a second time in her life. And play. And speak. She doesn't play anymore. Not too often. If she does, it's very... But she sits with her cane. It's a struggle. She's 80. She had a stroke at 70. And then, uh, you know, got dusted off and... Brought back up on stage and did that song last night, and I'm like, "This is the this is the most emotional moment of the night." It was it was amazing. It was cool. It was beautiful. And I'm like, "That says something." And then they followed it up, which I thought was a mistake with Travis Scott. Really, not necessarily the mix you're looking for. Nice but seg. Diverse, oh my gosh, diverse to to a. I what mean, was Joni Mitchell into Travis Scott with a commercial break in between? A tantrum. Yeah, I needed a little more of a. A, a palate cleanser to get from that to that, but I did it. I managed to get it. And then Billy Joel did his new song, and it was, all in all, it was kind of a flat night, I'd say. It was a little bit off, but you know who looked really hot? Yetta Gibson from Channel 3. She did the red carpet before in a black leather dress. Yetta. Bring it. Oh. She's got Schwarzenegger arms, but uh, Yetta looked apart. Like she, and they posted a bunch of pictures of her, and then they showed them on the news after the show. Because she didn't get... By the way, Yetta went over there and didn't get any interviews. Didn't get any. Shut down. No, she, they did just a series of her screaming at celebrities as they walked by her. Did, like, no, and, and, and Lenny Kravitz looked back like, eh, uh, nah. Like, just kept walking. <laughs> That's awesome. Yetta looked good, though. And then, so Yetta just went out there and took pictures of herself. And smoke show. Nice job, Yetta. But yeah, the Grammys were, uh, ultimately, they're almost always kind of like, meh. 
Who was the host this year? Trevor Noah. Okay. Four years in a row. Oh. Super safe Trevor Noah. It was okay. It was, you know, there were some moments for sure. Uh, but the best thing, you know what's sad? The best thing about the Grammys now is the in memoriam when they say who's been dying for the last year or so. And then they play songs and they had Stevie Wonder sing with Tony Bennett on this kind of back and forth uh, video thing. And Stevie was live. Obviously, Tony wasn't. Um, just a bunch of cool, like little tribute back and forth. Uh, um, what's her name from the Arrhythmics? Annie Lennox sang the uh, Sinead O'Connor one. And she starts crying. Like, I missed that one. Real. That was pretty good. It was pretty good. I like the death. I like the death segment the most. And right in the middle of it, I wished one of my African American friends would have busted through the door. Oh, wait! Like, oh, <laughs> this is great. World's just better when somebody opens a door and starts dancing. It's when awesome. Fantasia did uh, "Proud Mary," yeah, that was weird. I didn't think she was. I didn't think that was very good. Crowd went crazy, but it's it was not what. It was just like if Tina was out of shape, is what I saw. She can sing, but don't do the moves. And my girl Dua Lipa shouldn't dance. That's I, I always just just stand there and be Dua Lipa. You're amazing. Just have sex with the microphone. Yes, that's yeah. Stand grind on it. stuff, yeah. but mm-hmm. stop moving around. You, you're a terrible dancer. Uh, yeah. So I got some homework to do. I got to go to high school. We'll get this together. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five ninety eight hundred. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's true. Thank you, Mike and the Molotovs. Monday morning, Super Bowl week, the open, uh, a cruddy weather week for the open, but still, that won't stop them. That will not stop the ladies from getting out there and trying to bag themselves a beautiful rich man. Out there at that open, it is a spectacle. And if you have not been, and I don't want to hear you say, I don't like golf. That has nothing to do with it. I've gone to that tournament the last few years, and I have watched four shots. Maybe. Unintentionally, three of them accidentally. You're going. Uh, Yeah, I'm not much into golf, but I'm going just for the spectacle. Practice round is usually, that's the one you're going tomorrow. Yeah. So the practice round is usually one where you can kind of get a gauge on where you're going to go the next few days. It's not only practice for the players. Scouting. It's, it's practice for the players. It's also practice for you to go, all right, our booth is here. I'm going to need to see this. I want to get a, You can see it all. It is, uh, it is a blast to watch this. And, uh, yeah, so it's the, it is the truly the greatest show on grass. It's pretty awesome. And, uh, yeah, you won't, you won't see anything like it. The better part is with all this rain, some of the ladies, and we've been through this, won't understand that their heels will go right into the golf course. Golf courses are soft. And they'll plug themselves. We're going to have a lot of plugged ladies in multiple ways uh, this week, starting tomorrow with the atmospheric river that will uh, go through everything. They're going to be. They'll be posted. 
drunk girls with umbrellas and high heels. It's I mean I feel you know what I feel sorry for this week? Firefighters and EMTs. They're going to be treating a lot of downed ladies with busted ankles and umbrellas jammed up into their friends. It's going to be a problem. Get more tape. Tape and ankles. Oh, yeah. If I was a restaurant, like when you're a restaurant owner, we've had a run on a lot of like ribs. We need to order more. I think this gauze. is the weekend. You guys need more gauze and more plaster of Paris. They double the order from last year when the weather was good. These broads are going to be stuck to the... I've never laughed harder. Then it rained on a Thursday. I went on a Friday, and ladies, and it was a beautiful day Friday, and they were sinking into the earth. That's why I've always said wedge shoes. I actually have watched a woman sink into the planet, and then her feet won't get out of her shoes, and she's sitting there trying, and she's not leaving without those Jimmy shoes. Those aren't staying in the ground. She won't take them off either, because then she's just the weirdo bent over tugging shoes out of the ground. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. She, oh my God, oh my God, I'm stuck in the ground. She'd tent spiked herself into the earth. It'll happen a lot this week. It's and worth on the going. other side of it, they won't have. It'll be a pretty smooth bottom. It'll be the dirtiest. Uh, what are those called? Uh, golden goose shoes. Oh, the golden, golden goose. Oh, if, you, if you got a chick with golden goose on, she's not even trying. Get, dress it up, sister. If you're wearing tennis shoes to the open, please. Better Clearly, fashion. already married. What are you doing here? You're in golden goose shoes. Who are you trying to impress? No, please take those tennies off. Go home and, and dress it up a little, or don't go. Now, if you're a married woman and you're there, who cares? <laughs> Put on your silly golden goose shoes and wander around, and nobody's paying attention to you anyway. You probably got pictures of your kids somewhere. Nobody's interested in what you've got to say. The Gilbert moms, basically. The Gilbert moms. No, they don't. I don't know if they can make it out there. They got too much. Uh, yeah, you, know, you get that barbed wire up around their houses and all that yeah. stuff. You know, it's still, it's uh, they get now up. it actually all went away, didn't it? Maybe that's right. There's no the hood. Right. They they got interested in something else, and now it doesn't. It's not, not a bad. The the Gilbert uh, wives that go up there, it's a double. They can go to the tournament and stop by the Costco up there to get supplies for the family. Oh, is there a big Costco nearby? Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah, know that. They don't have yeah. Costco's in Gilbert. They do, but this is a way they can kill two birds. Oh, I see. So why not? I just figured they'd just get drunk and be uh, uninteresting there. They just take their their bland party up up north. Uh, It's going to be fun, though. And speaking of Super Bowl, we've already had our first arrest, our first Super Bowl-related arrest, which is pretty good. Pat Mahomes in jail. Senior. Senior. Uh, Patty Daddy is in the uh, Patty Wagon and went off to jail. Third or f- the best part of the whole article is uh, he was arrested for driving while intoxicated for the third time or more. <laughs> That's what it says in the article. It's like, let's not get into semantics of how many times Pat Mahomes Sr. has been arrested for DUI. But uh, he's been hit. He got hit in 2019. Uh, he was sentenced for 40 days in jail. He might miss the Super Bowl, and some are saying conspiracy because he's been fairly outspoken about not wanting to sit with uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> for some reason, he came out and he goes, I don't want to sit in that circus. I'm not sitting with Taylor Swift. I'm not doing all that. All right. Frame him up. Let's get him out of there before he starts mouthing off. We can't have Pat, Mah- Matt, Pat Mahomes not liking Taylor. So he said, I made a comment earlier. Made, he says, I don't want to sit with her. I don't want to sit next to Taylor Swift. It's just distracting. I want to watch the game. How dare you? I'm so, sure your son can get you another seat in he'll the be stadium. All right. Although, know, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, uh, his whole family couldn't afford the suites in San Francisco for the uh, NFC Championship game. Like, that just seems unreasonable. So Olivia Culpo and them got something else. <laughs> wow. 
Because the suites in San Francisco were like, I'm not spending $300,000 to watch him. I see, couldn't pull a few strings? I see him. I know. Olivia Culpo could walk into any suite ever. Yeah. Ever. If, if you're a guy, and that's just a mean old lady standing out there not letting people in. If Olivia Culpo walks up and says, hi, I'd like to go in the suites. She's, she's got that don't need a ticket to anything pretty. She walks up to anything and goes, do you have a ticket? No. No. Right, go ahead. I've seen it. I've seen pretty get you in. I have seen pretty get you into an event. Or you're with somebody. Your wife's done it at the at the Royal Blood Royal Show. Royal Blood Show. Yeah. And again, she can't get you into like the NFC Championship game, but she's got local venue pretty. <laughs> she can just walk up and go, "I don't have a ticket." Oh, well, I got I got, you. Got to have a ticket. You know? Oh, come on, my inside and all right. Go ahead. I've seen it. It's weird. It's weird what dudes will do for a little popped-up cleavage and a sweet face. I've seen it. I cannot do that. In fact, I have a ticket. Sometimes they ask me not to go in anyway. <laughs> Could you just give your ticket to somebody better? But, yeah, so Olivia Culpo not getting what she wanted tells you that the prices were extravagant. But, uh, yeah, so Pat Mahomes, we got our first one. Arrests always come hard and heavy for Super Bowl week, and we've already got one. Happened this weekend, and Pat Mahomes' dad... Already in the who's gal. What's the matter with you? Why are you looking at me? I was just wondering, way? because it was rest in Texas, right? Yeah. So he hasn't been to, he might not have been in the game. Was it? I was thinking it was after a, a game party or something. Oh, I don't know when it, it was yeah. over. He's just drunk driving around. But that's it. That's related. Like, that's yeah. our first Super Bowl-related arrest. That's a big one, too. Patrick Mahomes, that's a storyline for this week. His dad might be in trouble. His, you know, he's on bond and stuff. He's out. But is he allowed to travel? I don't know if you're allowed to bail around. He'll be fine. He'll be, I know oh, he'll, yeah. I, but if they show him on TV, is that going to be like, hey, wait a minute. He's not supposed to be out. It's just pressure on Patrick. You have his dad floating around there drinking and send him to Vegas. And Pat Mahomes Jr. is going to get drunk again, or senior. Anyway, that's fun. So we'll have more of those. Vegas, this is going to be an arrest party. We, Scottsdale and Phoenix, when we have the Super Bowl, they are worried that it's going to be like, all right, a little too hoary, hookery, you know, human trafficking situation we got going on. This place, Miami, uh, not so much San Diego, which is weird. I was reading about the places that uh, have the most problems. This is a party city when everybody moves because the weather's always great. And last year was awesome. They worry about it. Vegas, everyone's going to jail. It's not going to, but it's Vegas. Uh, that's you true. won't hear about it. But you still can't, on the curve there. But you still can't throw hookers. Like, even Vegas is like, don't throw the hookers. And Warren Sapp threw them here. There's going to be some arrests. And it's going to be shocking. Like, I would, like, Chris Berman, like, one of those type of deals where some old man does something stupid. It's going to be hilarious. We've worked everything out. (laughs) Parties are, uh, we're getting along. Robert Kraft. There's going to be some older dudes there uh, doing some old school stuff that lose their minds in Vegas. Michael Irvin will probably be okay with his behavior up there. Maybe not. You know, that Michael Irvin in He'll Vegas be okay. is okay. It's going to be a great weekend. We're going to have us a great time up there in Vegas. Trust me on that. Well, <laughs> you're in jail. How'd that happen? You got thrown in jail in Phoenix. You can't go to Vegas. The thing I think is going to be my prediction. Not necessarily the happiest prediction on the planet. There's going to be a couple of deaths. This is going to get out of hand. ODs or you bring gambling and sports insanity to the same spot. 
And the Super Bowl is sports insanity like Vegas has never seen as far as just the, the lunacy. It's not just, you know, that you, like we had like an influx of 200 and something thousand people that came to Phoenix. You know, it's not an all-night party here. You go to the game, you go to a watch party, you might drink a little, you get in trouble. There, now you've got the lunatics that show up. And you have a week-long uh, week Right. Lifers. Parties. Lifers. Uh, Kansas City fans, lifer San Francisco fans, more worried a little bit about Kansas City fans. They show up. Vegas is just all crazy. Their team loses a close one. Next thing you know, someone spews out the homo F word in the middle of the Cosmopolitan at night. Some 49ers fans having a little too much fun. Chiefs fans a little too upset. You Fights got a break population out. increase of the street loons trying That's, to collect their stuff. Right. And here's where it's really going to happen is that low-level folks up at the El Cortez have the same passion that the high-paying people do, except for they, they swing faster. You're going to have the people, <laughs> the O'Shea's crowd is going to be there banging into each other. There's a lot of... And, and, and now your football team has lost the Super Bowl, and you're down everything. You're chasing. You're chasing cash. Oh. Uh, there's going to be a death. There's going to be at least a couple of deaths. Not necessarily celebrity ones, but at least a couple. We can't have boxing matches there without somebody getting killed. Big names, too. Tupac. I mean, people get shot on that strip when things get out of hand. I know it's the, you know, the Monday before, um, but there's good news for the upper level right now. It used to be 10000 Yeah. Now it's at around 5300 For a, a, a the worst seat in the house. Yeah, yeah it's not bad, 5300 for the worst seat in the house. And that is uh, reasonable for Super Bowl pricing because it usually gets crazy. Now, the difference between that is... Is that uh, used to be, you know, twenty five hundred, three thousand, four thousand for a ticket for the Super Bowl was your bulk fee. Uh, currently, the room rates in Vegas uh, minimum at a decent place are around fifteen hundred for Friday and Saturday a night. So this is a twenty thousand dollar weekend if you go pay your own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's before you at start least throwing before you gamble, machines. right? Yeah. You, get, you get about seven or eight for the room. Let's say five thousand per ticket. You're not going alone. So if it's you and your wife. Unless you go with a friend who can kick in, you and your wife are down ten grand right away. She's going to want to do something. There's shows. There, it's a twenty thousand dollar weekend, and it is going to make people snap. This is the most expensive city the Super Bowl's ever been in, as far as going to cost you some cash. Like L.A. was expensive, but it was just the room and the ticket. Now you can go throw some more money away and try. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine. Blood on the casino floor. It's going to be the name of the movie, and it's going to be everywhere. Uh, you couldn't. I love Vegas. You couldn't give me enough money to go to this this week. That group of rubes and people who are spending their last dollar to be part of this. The worst thing you can have in Vegas is a dude who's broke, but he's in Vegas to get it back. The, the movies are never the same. Like they, they always you always win in that movie unless it's leaving Las Vegas. It's never that way for real. Is our correspondent going, Craig Gass? Oh, he'll be there. Frank left yesterday. I talked to Frank. He flew up. He's just doing Monday and Tuesday because he wants out of there too. Because it's going to be insane. Radio Row. Yeah, he's going to do the media TV thing. Row. Get a few pumps in there, and it is. It's going to be nuts. That's the type of thing I avoid. Like that's like to me. That's. Uh, New York uh, for Times Square. I don't want to be down in that mix. That doesn't look... That's not interesting to me at all. The zoo? Forget it. 
You know, Phoenix Open, it's weird because I wouldn't go to that unless our, like what we have, which is a suite right when you walk in. It's our company suite. And you walk, you walk right in and you're in it and I don't have to deal with anything. You get to visualize everything walking by. You don't have to get into the mishmash of people. Plus, going on Tuesday usually beats the beats the pack. I got a couple other days to go. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be nuts. And it's right there. Our neighbors to the north, Las Vegas, handling it. Uh, my prediction, uh, the over-under, to put it in Vegas terms, two very notable deaths. Two. Very notable. Well, very notable isn't like how they happen. Okay. Like just they pound a guy into a top dollar machine for about 45 minutes. There'll be cameras. We'll see it. We're going to visual. The the death will be on camera. There's no question. No question that in a casino, a man will kill another man uh, in a casino at least one time this week. And we'll have that on video. That's going to occur. There will be there will be a violent murder. Brett will probably show the video. It'll be on. It's going to be gross. And then later, another one that will be less gross. And then, you know, a couple of car wrecks and stuff like that. But it's going to be notable deaths. Maybe a famous one, but I'm not going that far yet. I don't think Alec Baldwin has tickets. Also, we have to start to... Oh, we've got a, a nominee. Shame. This is a good Shame. one. For the uh, Frank Caliendo's Nathan Sutherland Shame. Bag of the Year Award, we have a, a nominee for uh, uh, this month, at least, going into the year. Uh, Nathan Sutherland is the king of this. He started the whole, like, you might be the worst person ever, a local person in town that absolutely sucks, that you've probably been to a Safeway with. Uh, he is a, uh, it's a, just the headline says it all. He's following in the footsteps of the man the award is named after, nursing assistant at long-term care facility in Goodyear, voluntarily surrenders certificate of nursing following allegations of inappropriate conduct. Now, allegations are what they have to say. But what really happened is a guy named Bobby Lee Williams was having sexual intercourse with a patient at a long-term nursing assistance, assisted care place. Now, that could mean she had a stroke. She was debilitated in some way. Don't know what her... her it wasn't part of her rehab program. Certainly not. Nurses are not supposed to have sex with the patients in long-term <laughs> care. Standard. We thought. L- long-term care usually means no one else can take care of you but these nurses. And by take care of you, they don't mean fiddle the bean. Uh, and, and credit to Palm Valley Post Acute, uh, the long-term care facility, they self-reported. So let's not bash them. Like Hacienda Healthcare had no idea what was going on and had to really do some scrambling. They had to wait for the baby to come out. The, the baby started getting born in Nathan Sutherland's case when everybody f- freaked out and said, what's going on? Uh, tells you there weren't a lot of checkups going on on the uh, patients. This one was uh, this uh, Bobby Lee Williams said, uh, yeah, I've been having sex with that patient over there. And she just hit me with the news and some sort of weird drawing or tap of a bell. Like, are you how many are you one for pregnant and two for just that's two. But they were spaced. Are you pregnant? Oh, geez. So he tattled on himself. But his excuse is what makes him a potential bag of the year potential i think he takes it is now wait a second I'm calling it here's the thing that makes it worse Brett. <laughs> calling it now you can call it, it doesn't get worse than Look, this. your mom had a stroke yeah and she, did she i don't know if she ever went into long-term care no, no. but she was in care and had to go every day my mm-hmm. friend had a stroke and was in 30 days in a facility we've got 10 more months uh, doesn't get much worse he than said this. back in june he started having sex uh, 
uh, <laughs> uh, interview in December. He's like, eh, well, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> consensual. He said it was consensual. And then, and then his great quote was, she started it. Basically, she made the first move. She reached out. Now, someone in long-term care, a lot of the times, not necessarily making the best decisions. I mean, I, I'm not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. I can't say. You don't have a lot of people with, like, busted wings and, uh, you know, just horny as can be. Like, it's not a lot of that. You know, you get to a car wreck, usually you're, you're incapacitated some way, which is what long-term is. And most of the time, as far as I understand, it's head trauma. Most of the time. Like, long-term care is like something's going on with your brain. If it's a stroke, if it's like you're coming out of something or you're just not altogether normal and you need to be taken care of yeah. for long periods of time. Sometimes long-term care is forever. We don't know what the patient was, but dude said it was consensual. But to the credit of the facility, once they found out, they booted him and they turned themselves in. You might look at it that the left side's not working, but that right side was Man, magic. Was it ever? I mean, yeah. She had doubled the strength in her right hand since, you know, the and incredible stroke just rocked her world on the left. And there's a lot more drool a lot of the time. So sometimes that's a pretty sweet, sweet, inviting place. Yeah, that, but they knew back then. The first complaint uh, alleges the patient who's pregnant now uh, is uh, the, the one in question. The first complaint was received on November 28th, the second on November 30th. In the second complaint, Bobby Lee Williams confessed to having consensual sexual intercourse with a patient in or around June of 2023. Uh, he received his nursing assistant certificate June 30th of 2023. So wow. he, he got it and he was he got in. It six months in. <laughs> six months. He got it literally when he, he told him I had sex with her in June. That's when you oh, got your okay. certificate. Didn't you just get here? Yes, yes, I did. But I found her attractive the first day. So you, sir, are a bag of the year candidate. You don't like hearing the words long-term care and pregnant because it just brings to mind the great Nathan Sutherland. So to you, Bobby Lee Williams, great shame. 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 Got another one. If you're interested in a twofer, this one hasn't been caught yet. Shame. Dude was at a park Shame. yesterday in Chandler. Shame. A guy came up and stabbed his dog to death and left. Jeez. Now, we don't have this dude. But uh, he said he's putting a flyer for the person responsible. The man is uh, Conrad Calderon. And Conrad, I'm on your team. Guy ran up to his dog, Tawny, and stabbed her, killed her. And the guy says, uh, there's an animal on the loose amongst us, and I hate to even call him an animal. This seems subhuman, sub-animal. He was at Shawnee Dog Park. He's there for a little while having fun with his dog. And uh, uh, he said the last hour she had might have been the best hour she ever had. She was having a blast over there at that. Uh, said, uh, ran up to the gate to play. There was a little scuffle, and he went over, and a man pulled out a pocket knife and just stabbed the dog twice and walked away. He was nonchalant about it. Took a few steps, 15 yards. Uh, no time to react. I just ran to my dog for help. She didn't make it. Yeah, I said, what makes this guy the judge, jury, and executioner of somebody else's family? Sometimes there's scuffles at dog parks. You can't just stab and go. When, when he's the uh, scuffle with the dogs, dog little, the a little dog. The, no. Their dog scuffle. Yeah, it wasn't his dog either. The okay. guy just stabbed him and left. 
You don't bring a knife to a dog park. I don't want this monster to strike again. People need to know he's out there. And he's quick to just kill if he doesn't like what's happening. You don't take your dog to a dog park at all if you don't expect maybe a little dust up. Not necessarily a death fight, but, you know, sometimes I've been... I don't like going to dog parks because you always have that one dude whose dog tries to dominate or stomp on other dogs. And it's not like he's doing it mean. And he thinks it's cool. Yeah, there's one guy that doesn't have a well-trained dog and he's running over little dogs and they're not even related. Or one dog that wants all the toys. And that can cause trouble. I just don't like it. I have a dog park in my own yard. But I've also been to the park where a dog's run up on my dog and surprised him. And they kind of stand up and do their, you know, just make a lot of noise. And you, a good dog owner never has her dog off a leash. And you just uh, make sure that that doesn't go any further. You start stabbing my dog. I don't know what I would do. I would be on a, I'd be like Liam Neeson and Taken. It would be a, a constant search. I'd go door to door, and I would, uh, I'm a very specialized set of skills. You stop my dog, you will be murdered. I would go to jail for that in a second. Oh, that would be the ultimate crime of passion. I mean, he'd find bodies all over oh, the place. Yeah, I'd, I'd kill people who looked like him until I just made sure of it. I would be. You'd go full John Wick. Oh, I need <laughs> oh, to, yeah. oh, yeah, I'd, I need to be penned up. I'd go full Wick on that. At least Wick knew who killed his dogs. I'd, I'd be on a search. It would be crazy. So two absolute bags walk amongst us and bring great shame to our valley. Shame. Bobby Lee Williams and other guy. And other guy knows he's wrong because he left. If it was a dust up and he's like, this guy's dog was trying to kill my dog. So I had to maybe you got something, but you stab and leave and never identify that you did it. If you stab another dude's dog. You better have good reason for it, and you stick around. You break a knife out. You had time to break up the fight rather than he's stabbing another. Because maybe that dude with the knife, is he would have had an argument in my mind. It's like, this guy's dog was terrorizing the other dogs. I got scared, and I stabbed him. I I thought he was killing my dog. And you stick around, but he walked away. He left. So if you're out there listening, guy who stabbed the dog, you blew it the second you walked away. And I would not at all want to be you when this, uh, plus the dude's name is Calderon, the guy whose dog got stabbed. He's familiar with the way things work with a knife. American me. He's coming at you. He's going to American me. You're ass in a heartbeat. Great shame. They walk amongst us. You might work next to him. In fact, shame. Everyone listening today, call a meeting at work. Shame. And how was your weekend, everybody? Oh, it's great. Uh, anybody in the room stab a dog? Hey, show of hands. Like, huh? And if you get one guy that gets nervous at that, pull him aside. And make sure that this meeting goes uh, individual. Long-term uh, health care folks, maybe do a discount double check on all the uh, employees and uh, all the patients, and make sure that we don't have anybody dating the sick people. Makes you nervous because a lot of times you have somebody that's your most vulnerable moment in life. Hey, you got to put your your mother or your wife or your husband or whatever in long term care. Oh, isn't that where uh, people get knocked up by the nurses? You don't want that reputation. Yes, it is. We've had a couple incidents, but, but I got to hand it to them. They self reported. I don't know if I'd do that. I guess if I ran the place. Well, I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't say it. But he knocked one up. And he'd been there for like 
he'd had a nursing license for like a week. So I think he probably knocked her up before he had his license. And he was a nurse for a little less than six months. How powerful love is, bro. (laughs) Right. And he fell in love quick. He was just, you know, an intern while he was doing all his damage. But you got to, dude, I got to tell you, she reached out to me. No, she was reaching for her juice cup. You just got in the way and she bumped your wang. You're like, what's this? All right. Bro, she wanted it. My, 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 dude, cup. You want to, what? My, my cup. Oh, I can do that. All right. Ah, what are you doing? Making you like you said. No, maybe my cup. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're so. pregnant. <laughs> consensual. Even at long-term health care, if it is consensual, if I got a patient coming on to me real hard, the long-term health care thing probably takes the hot out of the equation, pretty much. Your place or mine? Oh, we're already in your place. Long-term health care. I forgot. This is where you're housed because of your inability to function in society. I get it. Sure, I'll bring you some wine. You're a disgusting human being. So we got them out there. Friends and neighbors. Brady right there. You never know. They're at the Safeway with you. They're all around you. Everybody in one of Brett's videos, they live somewhere. Yeah. Probably right next to you. with Filming right now. Purple lights and their stacked stones and... God knows what's going on. Who knows? The world has gone mad. I just need to start watching more of That's My Mama and realize how it was a better time. The 70s were a better time. Sure. There was, some, there was trouble. There's always trouble. But sure does feel like it was more fun back then when you watch TV. <laughs> they didn't get mad at saying all Chinese waiters look alike. There was a sigh of relief so when I saw that. When I saw that episode, I'm like, damn it. That was back when you could say stuff like that. What a show. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop, and we are going to get hammered this weekend with the weather up north. So time to head on up there. Get those skis and boards ready to go, and Action Ride Shop is the place to do that. And if you don't want to head up north, no big deal. You can hit the trails yeah. around here. It'll be a little little Soggy. wet, but That's it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. muddy one, kicking up the dirt in the mud. Oh. It's going to be great. But Action Ride Shop's going to help you get on the trail or get on the mountain. ActionRideShop.com or head on over there to Gilbert Road and Southern. They're going to take care of you. On the list, uh, Marilyn Manson, Breaking Benjamin, and then uh, Carl Weathers died this weekend. Apollo Creed. Oh. So uh, we got Survivor, Eye of the Tiger, James Brown, Living in America. Uh, no easy way out for uh, from uh, Robert Tepper. It's got to happen. Uh, Beartooth Ministry, Allison Chains, nothing more. Clutch, Metallica, Jerry Cantrell, Bush. Now, Eye of the Tiger was three. That's the Clubber Lang one. Yeah, that's when Apollo dies. No, 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 no Apollo four. dies in four. Mickey, yeah, because uh, yeah, he right. died uh, right after living in America. That's right. That's right. Living in America, Drago. played his fighting Drago. That's right. But he had to train him for Mr. T. That's right. Three. And no easy way out is two. When Rocket has three, isn't it? Is it three? Do they have yeah. two of those? Oh, that's right. That's after... Uh, a, no, that's after Apollo dies. I thought it was after Mickey died, is it? I don't know. It's after one of Rocky's oh, yeah. good Somebody friends. Somebody died. Passes. Everybody dies. But either way, yeah, living in America is probably the best one for this. Although, I the Tiger's not bad. He did last a whole uh, franchise uh, sequel more. Let's go with living in America. It's the last song that Apollo Creed heard. He, you know... He died in number four, and that's when the movie started getting ridiculous. So. That's right. Once Creed died. Mm-hmm. 
Still the greatest nicknames ever. The Count of Monte Fisto. That is so good. Master of Disaster, the Count of Monte Fisto. Apollo Creed. And what are they going to do with the kick of destiny? Because uh, Carl Weathers is a huge part of that ad campaign. They're still running the spots as of yesterday with Carl in them, which surprised me. They had Gronk in that training room, and in comes Carl Weathers. He goes, we're going to do this? And I'm like, he's dead now. They must have pre-taped everything up. That's what I'm saying. Everything could be in the can. It has to be. Ready for the Super Bowl. They have to have all of their buildup, and Carl Weathers is a big part of it. So now what? Unless they're going to do like in uh, the, the little ghostly thing, like at the end of uh, right, that would be the best part. Happy Madison, it, yeah. But had they planned ahead for that, Gilmore no. to have, I know to have uh, what was his name in that sticks or something like that? Oh. I forgot. Chubbs, Chubbs, that's Chubbs, right. That's when Chubbs is up in the sky with with the alligator that yeah. bit his arm, and yeah, and Yoda. <laughs> They'll change things up too. The Mandalorian because he played a bounty hunter. Sure. Yeah, I forgot he's on the Mandalorian. Is he still he on? He's also in Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Justice. Chicago Janitors, <laughs> Chicago Unemployment. Yeah, Carl Weathers was the man. Got that news on Friday, and it was just depressing. Yeah, what are you going to do about that? Now I got emails from everybody going, They ah. said they're making some changes now. The kit fan duel is... Well, they have to. Yeah. But can they quick film another guy and act like it? Never AI. happened. Or adjusting or AI, our campaign. Right. AI is asking. What do you do? Adjusting our campaign accordingly out of respect for the family during their time. Yeah, you can't be watching the, you know, just trying to get over the death of Carl Weathers and have him pop up on TV over and over again. for Unless they'd say, hey, it was his last thing. Let him go. But it makes me uncomfortable, and I didn't even know the guy. We had him on the show. On yeah. the phone, he was great. Yeah, everybody, everybody emailing now is not happy about these things. Yeah, I'd put that mother would hurt my dog. I'd make sure he was full of lead. That's why I carry in case someone tries to attack me or my dog. My dog's name is Sweetness after Walter Payton Go Bears. Most loving dog, tiny little mud who loves people. And that's the fear because there's so many a-holes out there wanting to do harm. Don't shoot anybody, Luis. God damn it, John, I tune in for... Dick and fart jokes. Now I'm in a murderous rage. Who stabs a f- dog? <laughs> yeah. That dude's a complete. Well, that's why he's a nominee for bag of the year once we learn his name. But if you're out there and you're listening and you stab that dog, uh, get out there and tell your story. You, you hide and prove you just murdered a dog. You running away is bad. And on a weekend when we're mourning Carl Weathers, we yeah. don't need this. Yeah, that was like the only Adam Sandler movie, and it doesn't hold up. You watch it, but Happy Gilmore might be the only one where you're like, all right, this is pretty funny, because Chubbs is a funny thing with his fake hand and the gator that ate it. It's just ridiculous. But Predator, awesome. Yeah, Predator doesn't hold up at all either. That's a terrible movie, too, but it's just the people in I still it stop awesome. and watch it. It's whatever. terrible. It's just don't, don't put any... Billy! Yeah, don't put anything good on top of it. It's terrible. Brady just had a mind meld with the movie and shouted out someone's name. About Action Jackson, does that still hold up or what? Action Jackson has its moments with, uh, was it, it wasn't Apollonia. Who was the girl that was in it with him that was, she didn't find a Jesus. Oh, Vanity. 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 Man, oh man, does Vanity look hot in that. Action Jackson I saw in the theaters because I liked Carl Weathers so much. It is bad. But Vanity, oof. She looks pretty amazing in that. 
Action Jackson should have had a few extra movies. Like, that started off like, okay, this isn't good, but I see what you're doing here. We need more Action Jackson. The dramatic scene I was portraying was when the Indian, his name was Billy, was oh, on we the get wall. It. I know. Running the <laughs> but if you have to explain it, you realize the confusion of everybody. That I didn't realize look, you're at an, No, you're in an age now when you just shout something like that, we have to worry. We, we, I knew what you were doing, but people are going to email, is Brady okay? Why did he just out of nowhere shout the word Billy? And, we, and no one can see that you're <laughs> pretending to have a gun in your hand and all that while it's happening. It's just odd for you to scream out, Billy! You know, oh, that must be from the, I hope that's from the movie. At least two people got that. <laughs> right, me and Brett. Everyone else is worried for your health. And there's a guy at a care center that wants to have sex with you. That's how bad that was. Looks like Brady's in for long term. And, uh, it's the last song that Apollo Creed ever heard. Think about that. Man. It's a good song. It's a great song. Yeah. It's the last one. That Apollo ever heard. Remember the dance and all oh, that? Oh, yeah. He did, not, he did not take the fight with Drago seriously. And now look at him. It's repercussions. What a, what a loss. I love that. The people from Rocky are all dying. It's James Brown, everybody. It's 98. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Gotta hurry up. You gotta get there by eight. If people are emailing me, I have a poor Patrick Mahomes. I forgot his brother, who was like kind of a hero for a little while, turned into sort of a public embarrassment. Now his dad's got another DUI. And they're... They're playing the white trash card over there with the, the Mahomes family pretty hard. The one successful brother, his whole family's a complete embarrassment. He's got to just kind of walk through. It's like shameless. But there's their first uh, Super Bowl tied arrest, which I enjoy. The Mahomes family. This Super Bowl, I'm just in it for the stories. I really don't care who wins, who if loses. If they're hiding someone in their family, like shameless, they have to be. They're, there's, there's it's someone just in, not a public look, face. And the Mahomes, and again, it is like shameless because the one guy had a, had a career, and then everything fell apart. Right. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, so yeah, keep your eyes on the Super Bowl because if Pat Senior's there, I think it. I think he's breaking some laws to just go. Probably the best thing that could happen for Patrick Mahomes is that his dad is forced to stay in Texas this week. Well, judging from when I got my DUI, yeah. I was good for 30 days. What do you mean? Until, oh, you I, could had, until, people until I had court attention. and I had everything. But this is his third or more, according to the news. Same They're not thing. sure how many he's got. Same thing. He's got 30 days before he's got to go in. So you don't have to do much? Court. Okay. So he can go to the Super Bowl this week? Yep. Don't they encourage you to stick around, though? They should. <laughs> yeah. Don't they say, all right, they really should. until we get this figured out, you probably shouldn't be seen on TV, maybe at, uh, I don't know, the, the Cosmopolitan. Just maybe not avoid the cameras. And Pat Mahomes was a Major League Baseball player for crime. Fireballer. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters, and you can join Hooters in Mesa this Saturday for the Crisis 22 Car and Bike Show. Now, it's a pretty good deal right there. they got a poker run car show, live music. Uh, registration uh, starts at 9 a.m. The car show registration starts at 10. Poker's at 9. And all the proceeds go to help out veterans and first responders. Look into Crisis 22. It's a great charity, and Hooters does stuff with that a lot. And uh, Tell me what a poker run is. Poker run's when you get a card at a, at a bar, and, and then you go to another bar. 
And then you go to another bar and you get your five cars. A car or motorcycles. Yeah, hand. Or yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, you can do it in cars or motorcycles or whatever. You usually run from probably Hooters to Hooters in this yeah. case. And then the car show comes back and it's a big full event. It's a good deal and it, uh, for a great cause. So good job, Hooters, as usual. And thank you for this Brady Report. Brady reported. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Fart Day. Hey, Brady's favorite yes. day. A week after your birthday, oh, man! What a man! What a do days. I feel sorry for Ronnie? <laughs> How come you never blow me anymore? <laughs> Answered. It's Kirby in the fecal mist. Hey, Brady, that's my girl. Say the average person. The apple doesn't fall fifteen to twenty times per day. Oops, Jesus! Sorry. That's my little angel. <laughs> I have pinned another child to the ground, Father. Now I'm fighting on him, like you told me. That's a way to get him. Kerberderbs, I'll pull you out of school. We'll go, yeah. we'll go lay some farts down. I'm going to have to put a, a half day up for Kirby today. We're hitting the canes and we're going to fart. The Greek historian Herodotus revealed that one man's fart led to the downfall of King Apreris. Or a, pri- a Prius um, of Egypt in fi- 569 BC. When a mutiny arose within his army, a Prius sent General Aramis to, <laughs> to quell it. Instead, the rebels crowned Aramis king, causing a Prius to send his advisor. <laughs> Aramis' response was a fart, which he told the advisor to deliver to the king. Put this in a bucket and give it to the king. Sir. He delivered the message to the king. The king had his nose and ears chopped off. <laughs> and the final straw was that he pushed the masses to uh, the masses to dethrone him in a mob. Nice. Reinforcing a masses to be the new king. Sounds like a bad Schwarzenegger movie. It, it does. It really does. Good. Put the fat in the bag for you. <laughs> I, yeah. I, Bennett. Yeah. I, Open the bag, give him the air. The Jewish War, written by Josephus during a Passover celebration of 44 B.C. A Roman soldier exposed his naked backside, farted, spoke some inappropriate words to a group of Jews who reacted by stoning all the soldiers in the fight. It's a full reenactment. Hey, Jews, you guys, (laughs) take that. The soldiers called back reinforcements. Before long, a riot had broken out, leading to the death of 10,000 people. Wow. History. Farting played a big part in World War II. Medical reports reveal that okay. Adolf Hitler... We give him trouble for not doing any research. On National Fart Day, this is his sixth story. About farting. Talk about investigative reporting no. over here. <laughs> You've got different stories that led to other stories. The first one was a, the king and the Jews and this and that and what led to his. You gave us background on a king. You can't even say his name. Egypt had this going on. This guy had that going on. The story led to that story. This is a lot of fart stories for a guy who doesn't do any research on anything else. Hitler suffered from uncontrollable <laughs> farting. <laughs> Hitler had gas is the joke he's going to tell in a minute. Yep. I'm going to stop him before nope. he gets there. He's prescribed uh, he he's got one a better. pill, anti-gas pills, by this Dr. Coster, containing poison strychnine and atropine in small amounts. 
those poisons caused the uh, the gas, but also caused insomnia and emotional dysfunction. You're saying that this was the reason Hitler was a little off? You're saying by 1941, oh, Hitler was reportedly taking about 150 pills a week. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Where's the punchline? No punchline. I already took it. <laughs> the Guinness World Record for the longest butt burp. I took it away from He's him. He's a senior bastard. Right. Two minutes and 42 seconds. Oh, you got a goal, Brady. I like fart day. Kentucky has its own groundhog weather predictor. Are you going to go home and fart and laugh? And then they'll be like, that's disgusting. Come on. It's celebration. National <laughs> fart day. You're doing it. Hey, Susan. <laughs> Let's get the boss in on this. <laughs> Happy fart day. <laughs> Hold we- up, John. Did Brady just say they held Passover 500 years before Christ existed? I thought Passover was for Jesus. I don't know. No, all that stuff's all wonky. It's a Seder. Passover happened before Jesus because they're That was when the first God who rewrote the book the second time. The OG? Uh, very delicately, King Herod was supposed to. He, he thought he couldn't trust him. So instead of just killing King Herod, he killed every firstborn that yeah. didn't have blood on his door. And that beautiful story... <laughs> Or he slaughtered children like crazy in order to tell King Herod he meant business instead of just getting rid of the guy he didn't like the first place. That's what Passover is? Yeah. A genocide? Yeah. Then huh. you, you kill the, a bunch the, of lambs, too. The blood of the lamb you on your slap, door. Yeah, it's in you slap, yeah. Moses. The Ten blood all over. Yeah. It's yeah. a great story. It's beautiful. Instead of just being a, you know, pragmatic Benevolent person and guy. saying, hey, that King Herod's up my ass. I should kill him. No, no, no. Let's kill a bunch of kids. Hey, there's a good idea. That's better than what I was going to do is just get rid of the one guy I have a problem with. So Punxsutawney Phil predicted an early spring. Kentucky has its own weather-predicting groundhog named Major. And he died on Groundhog Day. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Before you get PETA on the phone, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't mishandled or didn't freak out when he saw his shadow. He wasn't in long-term care, was he? He was 10 years old. Aww. Pretty old for a groundhog. <laughs> he died of natural causes. The place called Second Chance, Second Chances Wildlife Center, took him in as a baby. He lived there his entire life. It put out a statement saying they knew this was coming, and he passed away peacefully. So they were uh, set. He thought this would be his final year predicting the weather, but they do have a protege, a younger groundhog named Josie Burrow, named after Joe Burrow. Great. Wildlife Center says he's so the Kentucky just stole Ohio's. Yeah, but the bad son. thing about it's that right across the river, that groundhog never ever shows up on Groundhog Day because he's always hurt. <laughs> he's always injured. This guy says, "Hey, Dick. By the way, uh, you meant to say the apple doesn't fall far from the cheeks. That's pretty solid. That's what Brady would have said. I like that. That's right. Remember a few weeks ago that radio station in Oklahoma? Dingleberry. Was <laughs> <laughs> She's my little Dingleberry." <laughs> What Brady calls his family. Far from the cheek. Yeah. That's right. Because it's actually a thick, viscous, <laughs> juicy ball. Of That's my little lady. A few weeks ago, a radio station in Oklahoma went off the air because thieves cut down the uh, broadcast tower. They took all the copper, hundred dollars worth of copper wiring. That's all. They on did. Friday, yeah. keep us on the air. It's, yeah, it's, a radio station in Alabama announced that they that someone stolen the entire 200 foot steel tower. 
According to the Facebook post, the station owner said that the building was vandalized. Every piece of equipment was stolen out of it, and they cut the wires out of the to- tower, downed it, and took it from the property. The whole tower went away? People are saying how. So what did they, they had to have our old engineer, Clayton. I'm not going up there. It's scary. It's a hob. That's a big mountain. I could climb that. I'll go up there on Tuesday. Super clean. We're off the air. Well, that's not my problem. You can't, you can't keep security up there. I'm, going, I'm not doing it. I'm at home. I'm just turning on Fox News. I hate those motherfuckers. What does that have to do with anything? That's not germane to the situation. Germans ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> Germans got nothing to do with this. I'm still not going up that mountain. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I ain't German. I'm not German, by the way. What are you? Gay. <laughs> hey. Yeah. How do you lose the whole tower and your engineer doesn't make it there? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Dave Atkins would be there. Oh yeah. Once the signal goes down, ready to take. Oh, it would be portly commando. It would be. It would be. You wouldn't want to see this commando with his shirt off, but the same exact results. Everybody dies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It would be bad. The Wall Street Journal has an article claiming that the hot new bedtime for twenty somethings is old people bedtime, like between nine and ten p.m. Analysis found that the young adults between 18 and 34 went to bed on average just uh, before 10 o'clock. That's the idea is young people are understanding the link between sleep and health. Oh, they're also lazy. More than previous Because they don't have a reason to get up. So 7 p.m., 8 p.m., sleepy time, and then they wake up at 10 the next morning to complain that there's no way they can make ends meet. In Bellevue, Washington, the National Air Force Museum got a unusual call. It came from a resident in Bellevue who said they had found an item that belonged to a neighbor and wished to donate it. The item, a rocket ca- capable of carrying a nuclear warhead. The National Air Force Museum called the Bellevue Police Department who responded along with Bomb Squad to the home. Bomb Squad members inspected the object and learned that it was a Douglas Air II Genie, an unguided air-to-air rocket that is designed to carry a nuclear warhead. The folks at Genie make that and garage door Yeah, it's amazing. Wow, that's a company. There was no warhead attached. Right. Because the item um, was inert and the military did not want request it back, police left the item <laughs> to the neighbor. They don't need it. We don't want it. The Air Force Museum said they're not affiliated with the item, so they won't put it in their museum. Go ahead, keep it. The the odds of you splitting the atom and making any damage out of this. We were wrong. We were wrong. Timothy Hill Jr., 36 years old. He was a manager at Chick-fil-A. He just got busted. He's a manager at Chick-fil-A at Minneapolis. Um. He skimmed more than $140,000 from the restaurant. He's scheduled to make his first court appearance on February 14th. According to the court records, he spent the money on uh, sportsbook gambling. Only fans. What? And some traveling. Never loan anyone money. The message. Loan, he stole it. I know. That's why. Because you don't Because people who are asking are stealing. They, you know what's going to happen. 
McDonald's is holding a contest right now. If you spot the Hamburglar's new Burger Cuda. What's that mean? It's a Barracuda. Oh, it's a Lemon car. Barracuda. Oh, the old car. He used to yeah, ride around in the commercials. Oh, he had a car? I don't remember that. Yeah, I just remember having like a, he'd, he'd ride around in something. I don't remember the car being specific. Well, if you spot it. Is the Hamburglar driving it? Yeah, in this particular picture there, he is. Oh, yeah, but I'm wheel. saying if I'm just not pulling people it, over in Barracudas, I'm going to get stabbed. No, you'll know the Burger Cuda. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, it's pretty decked out. As, uh, <laughs> really? It's going to be really obvious. Because the Hamburglar will be driving it, I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that yeah. was my first question. Oh, I thought you meant like in commercials and stuff. No, if he's going to be driving it. Yeah, he'll be driving it. So if you see the Hamburglar. He's going coast to coast. Right. So it's less about the car and more about if you see the Hamburglar driving, run him off the road. That one, if you see it, you can scan the QR code and get a McDonald's card on the car. Oh, you don't get to keep the car. I thought if you wrestled the Hamburglar. No, you don't get to keep the card. Right. But you can also go to the McDonald's website and sign up because uh, (laughs) – Four people will get hamburgers for life. Okay, so the deal is not what oh. I thought. Okay, look at you. Do you just, that's the best posture. Did you, see Did you see the bounce? He straightened up and he There was a weird bounce. You heard me, dogs. Hamburgers for life when it comes out of my mouth. All I, right. I can't help but ejaculate a touch. Sorry about that. I thought you said if you see the hamburger driving, pull him over and kill him and you get the car. No. Okay. Do not do that. Because he's a criminal. So a little street justice. And if you do that, McDonald's will give you hamburgers for life. Don't approach the Hamburglar with hamburger in your hand. Kill the Hamburglar. <laughs> win a car. That's the that's I'm getting the a migraine thing. from Kill this. the Hamburglar, win a car, Brett. <laughs> if you're out driving today if and you you're at a stoplight and the guy goes, rubble, 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 kill him, and the All car right. is yours. Rubble, 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 rubble. Kill him. Run them off the road any way you can, and you got yourself a 1969-70 Barracuda, formerly owned by the world's worst burger thief. <laughs> There's the hamburger! Oh, no. We're not going to the movies anymore, are we? Heck no! You'd be driving cross-country. for 500 miles. OJ wouldn't have been in a longer chase. Hamburglar fart day, man. <laughs> yeah, you can win burgers for life Brady on Brady Buford T. Justice going cross-county lines. And- he got gonna- burgers in the car. <laughs> that kidnapping. And knocking down mailboxes. <laughs> got a broad in the car. Got a broad in the car. That kidnapping. <laughs> that baby <laughs> compared to what this dude doing. Buford T. Bogan Ugh. chasing the hamburger. Kirby, when I get home, I'm going to smack your mama right in the mouth. Daddy, could I have a burger? We ain't got time for all that, Kirby Derb. <laughs> Buford T. Bogan chasing the hamburger all over the country. He's pounding down, loaded up, and trucking. Tell him he's dangerous as a dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen a burger kudo run by here. You see that burger kudo run by here, you be sure to alert the authority. Me. <laughs> you sound a lot taller on radio. <laughs> What's this world coming to, Kerba Derb? <laughs> Daddy? We ain't got time for that. When I get home, I'm on smack Ronnie right in the mouth. <laughs> you, you, I've never seen you happier than when you said the phrase burgers for life. It's like he was like doing the pee pee dance, like his ass, like his ass itched or something, <laughs> like a dog on AstroTurf just wiping his bottom. 
Oh, oh, oh. Oh, burgers for life. Let's get to some radio videos. First one's a dude uh, getting off a boat. Spring break or something. Takes a little oh, tumble there. Oh, the boat and is separate. Now check out the armpits. Oh, he tried to catch himself, and he went into the pier, and the, oh, my, and his armpit. Uh, one of the little sticks the that holds the, the ropes from getting on hook. and off. Oh, it just hooked him by the armpit. It's in there, a good fight. It looks like Ralph Macchio. Like, it does a little bit. When he falls off the pier and onto the edge of the, the boat. That That's in there. Piece too. of metal oh, yeah. dives into his armpit. Man, oh, I have a new fear. Three or four inches stabbing directly into the soft part of your armpit. Man. Oh, next one. God, a, a that kid was awful. On a quick tumble. Oh, he's doing a front flip into a into Whoa. a pit. They've dug a pit. I think he's supposed to do a little Mary Lou Retton over the top of it. A face bipping. Well, he just missed times where his feet were supposed to go, and he goes right into the pit and eats dirt. Next one's a little rugby game here. This is a good stick. This is on a dirt field. Kids running. Oh! Now look at him. Lit up. A big fat Samoan Just crushed another again. fat he's Samoan. He's frozen hands. Oh, well, he's concussed. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's completely yep. concussed. Yeah, that's. You're gonna have to uh, wake him up. Hopefully, he doesn't get impregnated by his nurse. Is that he is at risk of long? That happens. Care. It does. Oh, this is last oh, one. Just let me tell you this: what montage. we just see on TV right now is fat broads in a bull ring, and it's just frozen. I don't know what's going to happen, yeah. but I this think I'm going to like a this montage of uh, a collage of rodeo games. Okay, it's with oh, the bull. this one I like. It's fat women in a bull oh. ring. <laughs> Loads of fat girls. You catch the ribbon on the horn, you get a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah, oh. it doesn't even pay your coat. Check it out. Now here's the inside deal. The one hundred dollars in free burgers because yeah, the crowd the looks like they. Oh, oh, that girl just faced the bull oh, for yeah. no reason. The bull is winning every time. Oh, oh my These god! Pigs can't right. catch that bull. No. Come on. <laughs> no if you ever wondered what a pig and a bull look like <laughs> fighting, folks, just seen it firsthand. Watch this. She All gets right, it. she did Whee! it. The fat one did it. There's that poker, that Mexican poker they play with bulls. Oh, oh yeah. Get a $100 gift card to Lane Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> you get to raid the bull's wardrobe, because that's the only thing that fits you, girl. <laughs> All right, now's the time we'll take a little break in the radio to get the 12 fattest women here to go stand outside and try to wrestle down a bull's horn. Don't you mean all the women? <laughs> so I said 12 because we had to narrow it down. The entire crowd's a bunch of fatties. There you have it. Look at all of them out there. Music's terrible, too. Country music, of course. I like the fat ones that just stand in front of the bull with their hands up. Like, just stop for me for a second. That bull's like, no. That's good stuff. dog. That's good stuff. I want to go to that. That makes me like country music and rodeos because... What, pigs running away from yeah, the, the it's, bull? Yeah, it's, because it's proof that country music makes you dumber. If you can talk fat women into standing in a ring with bulls for $100. I mean, that's just proof that you've got you've got a need for 100 bucks, which means you're not educated in the first place to the point where you're willing to risk your life for a C-note. You're dumb. Go in there, baby. Get it. <laughs> baby, I think you can do it. You, you can get out and get it. We need $100. <laughs> You're almost the size of that bull anyways. Take it on. Did you know that Luke Combs' song was originally sung by a black lesbian? 
<laughs> I, I don't like it no more. No, she got a fast car. She gonna need it. She comes in there. Not in my town. Not my small. Anyway, get your fat ass up there and fight that bull. We need a hundred dollars. You know we could do that. We can buy one, two, three, at least eight or nine lottery ticket. <laughs> they said only the biggest girls win these things. I got one of them. Boy, do I love hillbillies. There's Bergkuda. <laughs> There's the hold up a tick, darling. You're going to have to put that $100 on the back burner. We're going to get us one of them hamburgers. <laughs> Run him off the road. <laughs> him up good. And swipe that Berticuda and get ourselves some of them burgers forever. <laughs> that sounds good. Of course it does. Burger for life always sound good. If you got a healthy mind and heart, the one thing you strive for in this world is burgers for life. <laughs> Brady will tell you. Bray's the smartest man I've ever known. That's right, baby. <laughs> That's right. He told you about King Aphrodite and his farting issues. Where else are you going to learn that kind uh, of highfalutin book learning knowledge? The Jewish contingent that took you number one overall in the draft wants you to know and go back and read your book. It's Pharaoh, not Herod. Oh, uh, whoever. It's the one. I thought it was King Herod that was still the one learning. Spread all the blood all over the place. Nope. I don't think that's right. There was a Pharaoh. That's not a guy. Herod was the king. Yeah, the Herod killed the killing of the firstborn sons of Egypt. The so Pharaoh. Pharaoh would let the Jews go. Nothing to do with King Herod and Jesus. I thought King Herod was the one that killed all the kids. He was mad at all the king. Yeah. Eh, I think there's some confusion there. Apparently, you've been traded out of the, <laughs> traded out out of the, of the Jews. Either way, your God changed his mind and stopped <laughs> caring about shrimp and kid killing and stuff. And they said, well, I'm not involved anymore. Screw you guys. Here's my son. Take him. That's my only argument to the whole deal. If you're a god, you're like, here's my book, and these are the rules that stick. And the tenth man, or else <laughs> it was. I'll flood this mother. I swear. It we was better do payback. what he says. We better do what he says. And then they're like, eh, let's not do what he says. I, re- I wrote another book. It goes over to the Muslims who had uh, Barack and their guy, and rode all the way up to Muhammad or Allah. Mah- Muhammad rode Barack to Allah and said, I knew it. "What do you want?" And Allah said. Pray 500 times a day. And he rode the horse back to the people, and they're like, that's a little heavy. And he went back and said, they're not going to do it. Went, How about five? Like, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> the first, don't question him, but his initial was, you better pray 500 times. And we're not, they're not doing that. I it's knew like, it. Somebody's riding Barack. Right. I knew it. <laughs> right. It's kind of like uh, one of our salespeople showing up to an event. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> He's right in the fact that Moses put the curse on the Pharaoh's king, the right, firstborn right. of the families, yeah, yeah. and you had to paint the lamb's blood yeah. There's on a your combo door so the the spirit cloud wouldn't go would go past your door. Right. Herod That's, did call for the yeah. It all makes sense to me. Killing the firstborn, trying to you bring in spirit he heard clouds. That Christ had been born. Yeah, you you bring me spirit clouds of kid killing spirit clouds. I'm in your story. It's awesome, <laughs> and it's real. Who wouldn't believe such things? Oh, the kid killing spirit cloud went through because the benevolent loving God wanted to murder the children. At least that's how the Ten Commandments TV show, the the movie. Right, that's where most like religious that fog people was going through the streets. Learns their stuff, and you heard the screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty neat special effect for it 1954. Was. By the way, it was amazing. The kid killing spirit cloud. <laughs> Some dead kids after that. <laughs> Shouldn't have pissed that dude off. He's got the kid killing spirit cloud power. That's good juice. 
Can we get back to the fat ladies and a hundred dollars? How do we win that again? I'll give your fat wife $100 if she can wrestle something off that bull's horn. Deal. <laughs> That's how that has to go. Nobody tried to talk anyone out of that. Baby, you're too slow. Get up. You know how hippopotamuses are straight line runners? That's you. Bulls are agile. You're not. I don't want to see you get hurt. Nope. That conversation never happens. Screw $100. I can do it. Get your ass out there, baby. I can do it. I've wrestled bigger. They train. He's on his four wheeler. Now you got to dodge yeah. me on the four wheeler. Dodge, dodge me here on the ATV. <laughs> you can grab the pebble from the hand off the ATV. You can catch a ribbon off a bull. Now I got the better of you three times today. That's my wife out there in the middle. She just got trucked. <laughs> I'm so proud. I mean, she got <laughs> up. I told her she had no left right mobility. She's like Peyton Manning. She's stable. <laughs> she is a it doesn't move. She just stays in her pocket. Uh, what do you got, Brett? All right, we'll start off with uh, one for Brady since it was uh, National Fart Day. <laughs> All right. No. Oh, God. It's a real quick one. It's prolapsing. Oh, geez. A lady farted on a bonfire <laughs> and it nearly burned her butt off. <laughs> What's going on? Real classy. Well, that's not there. a bonfire. That's the whole grill. That's the grill, yeah, the grill yeah. fire. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know you what that British is? Doubting the veracity. Well, yeah, uh, I don't think that's real. That's fake news. What happened there was wasn't a fart. The grill shot back at her already packed full of gas anus. <laughs> Get out it, of here! Look again. It shoots from the grill back to her. I don't think she farts. I well, think that's when how she, it would go, right? Once it hits, it's got to start from the back I don't and know. go forward. I think she needs some of that lume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. I think her ass yes. is so dirty. Yes, that if it gets anywhere near a gas Ooh, fire, get out of here, honey. Don't do it. Get your dirty ass away from my grill. All right. Now, this one, uh, look both ways before uh, entering the, the freeway. Oh, he's going onto the highway Man, from that. didn't. Oh, this is not. Is there two? Oh, he just. Oh. Whoa, a semi just split. Oh. Oh. oh, the semi tries to hit its brakes, and its load comes off, and another car goes into the back of it. This person gets away. The person that caused the accident has very little damage. Wow. Wow. And then a truck goes right into the split and half semi yeah, that just busts for there. no reason. Thank God you drove a cr- uh, convertible, oh. the second one that goes right under the trailer. It jackknifes. Oh, man. It, the whole back load jackknifes off and kills. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't ever want to drive again. So Chris Clark sent us that one. Oh. Uh, this one's called How to Handle a Migraine. Okay. Oh, Migraine. No. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Migrant. Oh. <laughs> well... <laughs> How to well, handle a migrant. This could be well, a double duty. <laughs> All right. Uh, laying on the side of the road. No. Oh, oh, God. He just, oh, somebody oh. hits her in the head with an ow and a brick and an axe. And oh, my God. Is that a woman? Oh. I don't know what that is getting yeah. whacked around. All right. That's no good. I don't want to yeah, watch that. That person is horrible. Stop at that. Make that stop. Uh, no more murders. Uh, yeah. This one's called Burning Up for You. And it's not the Blue Oyster Cult song. Jesus. God. <laughs> If this is another murder, I'm cutting it's it off. Not a murder. <laughs> yeah, weed those out. It's, it's, you don't get it. Get it is two a murder. It's a guy in a cage, <laughs> and they're lighting him on fire. Oh, I can't watch. Turn it off. The music's great. It's real. Stop it. Stop with the murders. 
Oh my God! And uh, this one is uh, that just that just don't go to jail yeah. in another country. Yeah. Follow the rules. Here's a Gilbert Town Hall meeting. The, the way they handle their business with criminals is different. Okay. Oh my God. This is some Russian town hall. I don't trust the dude that just came in. He's taller than the door frame. His hands are in his pockets. His hands are in his pockets, and he's seven feet three. Oh, he's reaching out, something out of his pocket. He's not happy with this politician. No, this is it. No, he's not. Couple grenades. Literally got grenades in his hands. I think you just. Oh, no. Oh, my God. The grenade just went off at the council meeting. What in the world? Immediately give that dude what he wants. Wow. Well, did he survive? Because he dropped one in his feet. Oh, my yeah, Lord. All right. Well, on second thought, we're going to change the school lunch policy <laughs> after all. No more tots, just fries. Did you say no tots, just fries? I oppose that, too. Jeez Louise. There's one I may save till Friday that he also sent that it's just... Yeah, no, these are terrifying. Pretty bad. I don't ever want to live anywhere else. You know what? Stop saying America sucks. Brett proves it doesn't every day. Good Lord. I think our debates are brutal. Yikes. Dude comes in, hands in his pocket, taller than the doorframe. Everyone sees to and just go, what would you like? Because you win yep. this debate. Yep. Why are you blocking? I'm seven blocking feet Vegas? three, 325 pounds with hands in pockets. I think I have something to say. Uh, I, I yield the floor to that giant over there. He wants to keep his Christmas lights up longer. <laughs> the the HOA. Well, we have a strict policy. I have two grenades. But that can be, we can bend. <laughs> The giant in the corner says Christmas lasts till March. Who's against that? Sergey, yeah. can we talk? We can, but you better say anything that I'd like to hear. <laughs> Sergey's a little bit unreasonable, you know, with the whole grenade thing. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> don't, t- don't, no, 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 I'm sorry. You, we'll get the pepperoni with pineapple. He, that dude's, when he walked in the room and I'm like, are door frames in whatever hobbit land this yeah. is that small, or is he that big? And he stood at the door, and his head was above the above immediately. The if that happened right now, if a dude came in and was taller than the door frame, uh, it's not Holmberg's morning sickness anymore. It's whatever he says, morning sickness. I go to those self-defense classes to recognize, oh, stay out of this problem. <laughs> this is a bad one. All in favor of no more fireworks. <laughs> Dude's got a grenade. January 1st and... Yeah. I want to... You say you're going to take away my fireworks. Well, I give you two. Oh, no, 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 no. He's not wrong. Uh, Shh. Hear him out. I think he's turning in his fireworks. Man, oh, man. Okay, they weren't... I'm learning this. He dropped five concussion flashbang grenades. They weren't the deadly kind, but one guy died and 30 people were hurt. Still not going to... Still not a big fan of that. No. You blocked the egress... And pull out any sort of hand explosive. You win this. This is yours. You won the entire showcase showdown. That's yours. You get the boat. Trip to Tahiti. One of Barker's beauties. Uh, it's eight ten. There you go. That's horrible, Brett.
You're welcome. Monday murders. <laughs> Terrifying. Daylands and why? God bless America. There you go. That's enough for us. It's 98 KUPD. There goes your Brady Report. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. And I just got an email from a guy that said, look, uh, kind of brilliant on the part of McDonald's uh, and Brady to, if you think you see the Hamburglar, pull over and kill him, <laughs> which I think was the message. I don't remember who said it. No, I it think wasn't. it was you that said it. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was you. I just, I, like, <gasps> I was aghast. Send me the videos if you do. Yeah. <laughs> Because anybody dressed like the Hamburglar is probably escaped from prison. So it's not a bad idea if you see... I think that's just good citizenry. Is if you see a guy dressed like the Hamburglar... Yeah, pull him over and, and take care of business on your own, I suppose. Or call the authorities. But I, All it says, John, to keep an eye out. If you right. spot the Hamburglar's new Burger Cuda car, you could win free McDonald's. So, But they're also encouraging you while you're spotting it. To break your phone out and snap some pictures of the QR code, which sometimes takes a second. Even on my television when Hulu says, nope, got to get back in through, and I got to scan a QR. Sometimes it takes, like, for it to read. My my lens might be a little foggy. I got to rub it on my leg. It shouldn't be driving, taking photos. It's much safer to just pit maneuver the Hamburglar's Barracuda and then take care of business on your own with a vicious series of... Of blows that you rain down on the on the head of what you believe to be the Hamburglar. Just a series of, of just vicious strikes to the face and head. And not him! That's what the Hamburglar would say. Just remember, anybody dressed as the Hamburglar is probably not a good person. So you're doing society a favor. And there's a chance you win burgers forever. Which Brady now stands on top of a building, according to one of our listeners, <laughs> in his superhero outfit. I am Fat Man. Waiting for his burgers to arrive. Just strikes and just elbows and hammer fists rain down upon the burglar of ham. <laughs> oh, my God. Huh? That goes with the replay. <laughs> Chester's on a roll here. With oh, yeah. Uh, we got the uh, Guadalupe replay coming up. Frank Caliendo was here. And it said, I really enjoyed Frank Caliendo being in the squares today. It just sucks that the Biden libtard kept interrupting his jokes. Leave it to the Jew in the room to ruin things. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Chester, for your daily anti-Semitism towards me. Find it hysterical. They're well-written, which I really appreciate. Because most of you Gentiles are idiots, <laughs> according to me, a newly minted Jew, gay Jew. Anyway, Brady, get your get your eyes peeled. I want you to have video cameras. I want you and God, if McDonald's was smart, they would have you find the hamburger. It would be uh, no one would ever be like you can win ten million dollars and be less cocky than Brady would be as he had a lifetime supply of hamburgers. <laughs> You would be that, you know, it, money changes people, but a lifetime supply of burgers would make Brady intolerable. You'd be insufferable. He's such an asshole since the burger thing. 
Yeah, well, maybe if I have time, I got a lifetime supply of burgers. I really need to go out for dinner. I'm sorry. I think I might be in a different class than you now. <laughs> yeah, you would. I'm the guy what cut the Hamburglar. It'd be like finding D.B. Cooper for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If there is a God, Brady will be the one that finds Hamburglar. And, we'll, and the story will be ridiculous. I nabbed him. Is there an app we can follow the Burger Cuda? No. It's journey? It's all random. Remember when they Got had? It. Remember this is kind of a ripoff because when Burger King had Herb, yeah, and you had to find him, and he was in Homer, Alaska, and he was a jerk. For real. <laughs> and Herb was evidently Herb had a bit of an. Attitude. They had to go through some. Uh, well, they had to go through multiple handlers. Okay, here's the thing about Herb. If you don't remember, in the late '80s, early '90s, they had this campaign where if you saw or found Herb, you'd win millions, ten grand. Uh, was that? It? Like, I thought it was more than that. And then, but Herb would show up at Burger Kings, and people were like, there's that Herb, and they'd crush him. And if he wasn't at a Burger King, it didn't count. So Herb couldn't go anywhere for like two years. He ruined his life taking this job. And then he, he turned into a prick because you would too. If you left the house and people were like, I know where Herb lives, they'd stand outside your house and just abuse you. He brought it upon himself. Change your wardrobe up. Don't go around and <laughs> He's the, still the Herb. Herb look. The problem was Herb had to go home at night. Some people knew where Herb lived. Word got out. Herb's house was surrounded all the time, so he was getting followed everywhere. Herb became a hermit. So they stuffed him in Homer, Alaska. That's where Herb had to go for work one day. If you told me today, hey, show's broadcasting live from Homer tomorrow, I'd be a prick too. What? What? I got to take sled dogs to the office? you. Herb, you signed up for it. Hamburglar's kind of the same thing. There's going to be a, a slew of overweight, blood pressure-filled dudes looking at the... Not paying attention at the wheel at all. And I highly recommend that if you're short... Scott Haynes, our funniest listener, do not wear black and white stripes for the next... Until we, until we catch the real one. Brady's going to whip you around like a wet towel for about a half hour till you give over a ham. Brady's going to get a lifetime supply of hamburgers just from the dude in the black and white shirt offering to buy them if he'd stop beating on them. And I rain down furious blows upon your face, burglar of ham. How dare you? So good luck to you all. McDonald's, this probably not the best idea in America. A lot of fat people out there love themselves some free hamburgers. It'll be like that Nat Geo where the four orcas change that ice island with yeah. the lone seal on it. And they plan to kill it. Yeah. yeah. They get under it and make a wave and pop him off his little iceberg. <laughs> it is going to look strikingly similar to that. Four fat guys trap a little tiny thing. Is that the Cuda? They'll circle it. There it is. If you see it. God, I hope I'm with you and it pulls into a party. There's the... There's the Cuda. What are you talking about? That's the Hamburglar's ride. Don't look. Can I keep your cool? I'll be right back. <laughs> Die, Hamburglar's ah! ah, what are you doing? So good luck out there, folks. I hope you all get to see what I'm rooting for as well. Brady in a fit of rage killing a small man dressed in black and white in the hopes of a lifetime supply of hamburger meat. You know, so excited he got when Eric Bryan dropped off some frozen pork. <laughs> Imagine a daily drop off from the good folks at McDonald's. Better than gold.
Uh, it's 8.32. We got Caliendo's Guadalupe replay upon us. Let's get right to that. Uh, I like this one. Wonka Trump became one of my favorites. That was an accidental fun thing. But it was a Super Bowl-related, turned into the Phoenix Open thing. And you know what Frank and I said afterwards? We did the, the we got so lost in the uh, Caddyshack Square, we forgot about Rodney. He didn't make it into the Caddyshack Square, which he should have. Uh, it's 8.32. It's a Guadalupe replay. It's 98. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It is time now for the most moral man in all the world while he hunts the Hamburglar to take a break and help you guys with your hunt for a better life. It's what would Brady do. It's brought to you by our friends over at MMP Guns, Mo Money Pond, 12th Street and Indian School. And uh, just check out all the stuff they've got. I had an email from a guy who said uh, he wanted in on the handgun thing where they're building nines and stuff like that, Glocks. Yep. Get in on it. What are you asking me for? All you got to do is head on over there, MoMoneyPond.com, or just go right in, 12th Street and Indian School. That's where the gentlemen are. And again, here we are in February. Pretty sure that's Byron's birth month. I, I think, think it's so. February or March. Either way, Byron's big, big giant birthday special is happening uh, this month. All you have to do is find Byron and say, I want the, the KUPD Byron's birthday super discount blowout sale. They said we're asked for the boss discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ask for the big bad boss discount. <laughs> I'm looking for the man. Can you help me out, blood? I'm going to be saying blood to a lot of people now that I've watched <laughs> copious amounts of That's My Mama. Highly recommend that. Brady, are you ready? Thank ready. you, uh, M&P Guns and Mo Money Pond. MoMoneyPawn.com. This is a doozy. <laughs> and a guy I've been seeing since September, Brady, and I are discussing moving in together. Uh, he hit me this weekend that it would be a lot easier if I moved into his condo, and then he kind of just put his foot down. I have a house, 2,700 square feet, backyard pool. He has a condo, 1,600 square feet. And he just wouldn't give me the reason. Well, last night we sat down. This was on Saturday. Evidently, in 2019, he was arrested for soliciting a minor. Uh, He's never given me these details, and he gave me some of them. But now he has to register as an offender if he moves into a new neighborhood. I don't think that it's a real problem. Uh, The entire thing he was telling me is very confusing. Uh, But should I move into a home with him for love or be financially sound and keep my house and risk the neighbor's scorn? Melissa. (laughs) <laughs> Wowza. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough Saturday. If you can keep your house and move in to Brady. his or go back and forth, uh, first of all, get the details. First of all, hang on. How old are you? Do we know how old It Melissa? doesn't matter. She's 17 now? Okay. You're right. Is she, is she of age? She's got a house. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming she's old enough to own something. Google that man. Well, I thought they did that on the discussion. That he, she said he was uh, sketchy with the details. Not find out all the yeah, details. Yeah, find out the details for sure. But just think, she's moving in with Benny Mardona's. I mean, that's <laughs> right. that's right there. <laughs> don't don't do it. <laughs> don't make it happen. Yeah, but if she is, uh, you know, you're not getting magic carpet. Yeah. If she is going to dive into this, don't let go of your property. Don't have him move in either. Why not? Well, I think. Um, you know, it depends on how long you've been there. So you're saying... How well do you know the... Uh, <laughs> move in with him and rent your place? If she's deciding to do that, that's the route I would go. 
You're still dating Ben. I, first You're of all, Benny Martone. First, exactly. First of all, I, that's a, that's basically a deal breaker. I can't move in with you. If I do, I've got to tell all your neighbors that I tried to have sex with a kid once. What? You heard me. Look, the details are sketchy, even to me, so there's no reason to ask any questions. Uh, in this case, I would like you to be like Brady and just love me. <laughs> How old was she? <clears throat> Sit back for a second. She's just 16. That's how I can explain it. He hits the post. He hits the post. <laughs> he posted his horrible story. Um, Google him. If Brady told me, and I've known him for a quarter of a century, I ever tell you about the time... I got in trouble for soliciting minors. Nope. Google Brady Bogan solicits minors. Now, if I didn't know about it, nah, shame on me. But now that I do, I'm knowing everything. Before I move in with someone who's got a history of soliciting minors with the law, not like an accident, not like, whoops, I was talking to somebody online, turned out they were underage. I immediately turned myself in and said, I went, no. And in order to be a registered sex offender, you had to go further than just solicitation. And how old was he at the time? You want the details because, yep. you know, I know f- there's, I've heard numerous stories of people when they were, like if she was 18 college, and she was 17 yeah, or something. Okay. In college, you're not getting, bar, you're not getting the meeting, court. You know, the court is not going to give you registered sex offender. On if a you're, 22-year-old? If she's yeah. 15 or 14, maybe. 17, about to be 18, he's 22. The court's very lenient most of the time unless something terrible's happened. Yeah, I mean, if the guy, that's what I'm saying. If this guy's like, 45 and this happened a couple years ago find out why the state makes him tell the neighbors he did something it's more than just yeah i was online she turned out to be underage there's more to it than that like it can get to the point where did he move here from another state that he can't be in because if it's a sting operation i know from people who've been through it that you can't just get caught for talking you have to actually show up. Then you can get in trouble. And even still then, you have to have been told the kid was underage, be aware of it. Isn't that why to catch a predator was... That, well, that got in big trouble because, yeah, they were talking and the person they were talking to was technically over 18. They were lying. That's the thing about the sting that's dangerous is that they get you, but they'll get like a kid to talk. But if they have somebody like that was the NBC problem, why they had to cut the show off it's because the court basically said technically none of these guys are doing anything wrong like the person they were talking to was in fact of age so they went to visit someone even they, though they were everyone could have been lying right, or right. just because they yeah. were thinking that might have been a fetish like if you and ronnie like to play schoolgirl, yeah nothing wrong with that it's weird nothing wrong with that it made me picture it it's disgusting stuff <laughs> oh, you're 16 and I'm the DMV and you're trying to get your license and you got a parallel park in my garage if you know what I mean <laughs> anyway where's your house it's next to this middle school oh that boner yeah. garage sorry, I can't sorry. move I'm not allowed to come over anymore because you live so close to an elementary school <laughs> I have no questions what's for dinner stop being like Brady Melissa and fire into some in detail questions before you move in with a guy who casually mentions on Saturday after you've been dating since September, by the by, it'd be a lot easier if you moved into my house so I don't have to tell your neighbors that I have sex with kids. Okay. That's a hell of a by the way. He didn't tell you from September to now because it's worse than you think. I have that in my history. 
My, it's like an STD. That gets revealed pretty early. I know this might come up if you Google me. That's my biggest fear, is that if you're with somebody and they Google you and you've got that. It's not a big deal. I've been dealing with it for 15 years. Yeah. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and now the girl's 30, so it's okay. But, but And she was also incapacitated. I used to be a nurse. In a, now there's grass on the field. Right. Right. <laughs> What Play was ball. What was it? Old enough to go to the market, old enough to bread, something oh, for bread. It was so gross. To get bread. I can't remember. Oh, God. Anyway. You know what you should do is keep yeah. the place, and if you're still going out and you're, you know, going back and forth, always put up a sign to let people know he's staying there at your house. Right. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, this guy says it. Uh, Travis, you're right. Email says it's something completely more than soliciting minors. He doesn't want to. Uh, some uh, a light on underage skeletons in Get his Get some closet. details. Ask questions. Brady's trying to tell you how to save money on your house. No. <laughs> Doug Hopkins is not involved in this endeavor. I don't know. Should I move into his condo or mine? Well, what's the debate? He's a sex offender, and if he moves in, I'll have to tell my neighbors. That's an easy uh, fix. Sell his place, have him move in. How much a month you save in the neighborhood? <laughs> right. How much actually is your uh, mortgage, though? Because I'll take a kid that You're going to save a lot of money. If I can rent my place and pay less, forget it. How many kids do I have to jerk for that deal? <laughs> Come on, man. As a moral man, you went right into the... You, you became a frugal moral man first. I wouldn't sell your house. <laughs> I got tied into the real estate. You did. You got looped into the money. Brady Hopkins over man, here. Look oh, at this. man. Again, we're telling you, you can, we can tell her to ask questions, do this stuff. Well, I'm not talking about her real estate. You can do that on the side. I'll give you her email. I'm telling <laughs> no, no, her. We tell her, all right, you're dating a child offender. Find out everything before you start asking about how much your plot of land is worth. And you never move back into a condo. You got a pool, you got a backyard. You're not going back into that. You got out of it for a reason. Houses are better. Now, if you can't afford it, that's different. But it sounds like you're both doing all right. That was never brought up. The thing that sort of was the shining light of trouble in this email had very little to do with the current real estate market. Ask your neighbors what you should do. <laughs> so, I'm thinking about letting my boyfriend move in. Oh, that's great. Good for you, Melissa. Here's the thing. He's got to register as a sex offender. Oh, that's fine by us. We love those. Not one of your neighbors is going to be up for this. Uh, Trish writes in and says, tell her, don't do it. You've been, you've been, you have to be convicted to be a registered sex That's offender. That's what I thought. He's lying. Yeah. I know from experience. So, yeah. Immediately delete that. Yeah. You had, there's more to it than just, oh, oh yeah. I was online soliciting. You did something. Google him. There's apps. He's on it. Went to a homecoming dance. No big deal. <laughs> What's the big deal? I'm a power forward for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Nobody cares. I'm Josh Giddy. <laughs> I played baseball for Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> now, when if that's the thing, is his name Wander by any chance? <laughs> Are you? It's Wander Franco's condo where you're going to move. My boyfriend Wander and I, and he just got <laughs> lost his job and stuff, which is garbage. Okie dokie. Uh, I'll give you her email after, and you two can talk about interest rates. I'm basically saying, uh, run! 
He just hit you with that last weekend. How long have they been going out? September. Yeah, it's a little long. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Sage. <laughs> oh, something's By the way, I've been dying to tell you. Remember how I told you that 2020 was a blur to me? Yeah, COVID. Uh, right, COVID. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh... Is that why you always buy me these plaid skirts, these mini skirts? My favorite song, Shut Up. This one speaks to me. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> Brady started to break down cost. <laughs> got his spreadsheets out. We, may, we, we may have to cancel this today. This is, this is no good. Well, let's go here then. Sounds like love to me, and Here's John. one. This is more to you. This is more on your, man, are you addicted to money? Dear Brady, my girlfriend has $40,000 in a savings account. Uh, She's never touched it. She and I are barely making it. We don't even live together. In fact, uh, are you a sex offender? In fact, she's back with her father. Uh, I, however, am in a bunch of financial issues stemming from a DUI arrest, and I'm just falling behind like crazy. I need her to help me, but I'm afraid to ask for the money. I am about $20,000 in deep and it's going to get worse if I don't start paying. Please don't kill me on the air for this. How do I fix this with her, Ray? How does he tap into his girlfriend's money? Uh, you, you know, if you're going to do that, on the other side, I'd do it as a loan. He doesn't. He doesn't have any money. You loan somebody with no money twenty thousand dollars. Guess what? Guess I can figure not out getting and twenty grand. He's not getting twenty grand unless he has something that's a, a car that's pay, you know right. collateral of some sort. It's the only way that loan will work. And if she's living with dad and not tapping that forty grand, she's not even giving her own life a better situation before yeah. she gets to that money. You think she's going to yeah. help you? And here's the other thing: is you I hate to say it, you you made your own bed on pay that. the pipers. Because you're both you both got to with her dad. You can dig out of that, that hole. I don't know how old they are. Maybe they're younger, but 20 grand, you're in trouble. Yeah, you'll get out of it. Rice and beans, beans and rice. <laughs> Pay your bill, uh, face the music, and if she offers up the money, then you can say, That's all right. One thing. I'm, it's just your girlfriend. You better pay her back. Be a decent person. But how many times do you hear it the other way? I mean, being a guy of... Uh, oh, they'd hit him. Yeah. Oh, how many guys... Guys have, will do that because he can... How many guys have paid the bill for Shining armor. Yeah. That's our job. You're a deadbeat task, a woman for money, a woman. Uh, you're you're a hero to give. Yep. Don't loan money you don't you can't afford to lose because not it's, alone. Yeah, it's a gift. It's going away. That's why he's saying, "Well, she's got yeah. forty. She's I just need half forty of grand. That. I need half of that for now, and then that's going to go away. Then you're you're at financial peace. Then no, you're still twenty dollars twenty thousand upside down yeah. just now with your girlfriend. Yeah, and that, guess what? That's good on the relationship. When she gets mad and wants that back. Now you're in small claims court, if she's smart, because it sounds like she's been saving that money in a... This guy just emailed and said, Jesus Christ, Holmberg, after listening to Brady, is your Junos contagious? That's enough. (laughs) Brady was giving sound financial advice to that pedophile and his girlfriend. (laughs) Pedophiles need savings accounts, too. Yeah, I'm with Brady on that one. That's Yeah, you've got your DUI. You, you face the music on that. It sucks. And if she offers it, maybe just say I could use some help. I don't, if, if ever you feel comfortable with that, I, I'll pay you back. But don't ask for an amount. And don't expect her to foot the whole bill. If you're 20 grand down and she's got 40, and you, that's not right. 
the more you are looking at it as I need someone to help me bail it out, the less you're going to be paying that off. Just focus on that. You can pay this off. You can do this. Just don't drink and drive again. Was this from Patrick Mahomes' dad? (laughs) Got another gem here. This one's less financial. Well, it's got some finance in it. Dear Brady, my son, I just recently found out, has an OnlyFans account. I asked him where he's been making his money. And he always says, oh, I do internet stuff all the time. I'm a content guy. Well, I was under the impression that he was a website maker. He's a computer savant. His mom, who has ruined everyone's life, starting with mine and now his. By the way, she hates you, Holmberg. (laughs) (laughs) Told me that he does videos on OnlyFans just recently. Well, that's grown from just videos on OnlyFans to some sex on OnlyFans to mostly gay. He's 27. I confronted him, and he swears he's not gay. It's just oral, and it's for the money. And he's making a lot of it. He just bought a brand-new Audi I could never afford. Help me, Brady. I want all this to end, but how? Especially if he's not gay, then why is he doing this? Signed, William, except my real name is Conrad. (laughs) Add that in there. Good, Good alias. Uh, he's 27. Yeah. You can't, you're not going to be able to fix that. I mean, he's living his own life right now. I don't know where he's saying it's just oral. That's not gay. Yeah. I think, I think that's gay. (laughs) Pretty pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. sure. Maybe he's not gay, but that's a pretty gay thing to do. (laughs) You know, Liberace's, you know, music wasn't gay, but listening to it. Pretty gay. This is one step beyond that. Oh, I only blew that guy. That gay. There's no fixing that. What? Gay? Um, th- no. What he's in the situation. He's gonna. Oh. He's gonna have to be able to adjust to it, accept it. He can get well, a job at KDKB. Guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your twink son You're has an be, Audi. Be more angry. At he's got a chocolate Audi. He's got. He's going to have a chocolate <laughs> Audi. And uh, don't look at his fingers. And just to, and love him for who he is. An internet homosexual. Maybe you can end up with an out. Maybe he buys you an Audi one day. That could be. Would you accept that? <laughs> gift is a gift, John. That's right, Brady. Because you don't even care if they're pedophiles, just as long as that bill gets paid. They did their time. Dad, I really put my foot down at work and. Uh, I got enough to get you an Audi. Holy, how many dudes you have to blow for this? Three a week, Dad, but I'm not gay. Just an entrepreneur. Wow. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> what else you got in there? I got you a muscle car, 69 Camaro <laughs> with a new blower on it. Oh, God. Hot diggity. Doesn't bother me, but I don't have a kid. A lot of guys are upset. And, you know, it's the world that everybody wants to ignore, but it's very real that a lot of dads still are like, not my son. It would drive them nuts if they get their kid blowing dudes on the Internet for cash. That just seems like a poorly raised kid. <laughs> that used to be how you knew you had a troubled kid if he was blowing folks for money. That used to be a thing. Now it's the dad's problem for not liking it. Isn't that a weird twist? You're a content creator. What? Uh... <laughs> right. Do you think Mr. Rush would be okay if Monroe bought him a right. bought him a new Audi or what? <laughs> he wasn't even his son, so who cares? Here's your new case, Mr. Rush. Monroe, <laughs> 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 I'll take it. I uh, 
Yeah, it's a weird, uh, weird new world we live in. Because I know in my day, if I'd tell my dad I had to blow some guys, but I bought you a present, he'd break down in tears. And now, when my dad breaks down in tears, it's because he's a bad guy. But no dad really wants their kids um, doing sexual favors for cash. Not too crazy about content creating to begin this right. as, a, as a life yeah. because they know it messes right. people up going down that avenue. Hey, Louise has a good point. Maybe the guy with the DUI can join the dude with the OnlyFans and get rid of that $20,000 debt. Hey, hey, for pay. You know hey, what? You know what? Start blowing your, blow your way out of this thing. It's the 2024 way to go. Being gay is the coolest thing in the world now. If you're getting paid to do it, that's a that's rough. Yeah, a parent with a son is, and the reason the kid wasn't telling him what he was doing is because he knows his dad didn't want to hear it. So, been that way for years. Yeah. What a batch of Looney Tunes we got today. This guy says, I guess like prison, only gay on this side of the fence. (laughs) Only gay on this side of the camera. (laughs) That's most, by the way, there's a lot, not most, I can't say that for sure. There's a lot of guys in gay porn that are not gay. Like they did a whole documentary I watched about it. Still gay. It's gay. <laughs> like, that's my brain yeah. is going to say, nah, come on. I can accept that you're gay. Don't try to feed me. Be gay me. if you want to be gay. Yeah, that's fine. Don't feed me that it's not gay when you're slobbing on that thing. I'm watching you be gay. What was it called? The one where they're in college and they're getting paid just to wrestle. The tickle guy. Tickles. The tickles. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty gay. Because that would be my first thing. I'll give you $100,000 if I can tickle you. I'm like, I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah. Here's $100,000. I'm kind of gay. To watch you guys tickle each other. Yeah. Okay. As far as I'm going, and the next thing you know, gargle, gargle. Ah, nuts. It's I a gateway. Gay. Yeah, it's a, it's a gateway. It's a, to- 100 grand's a gateway to another 100 grand. If a dude's got 100,000 to give you, he's got another 100,000 for your next chore. Now tickle him here. That's why it used to be frowned upon. With your mouth. <laughs> for what? Another 100 grand. <laughs> I tickle him here. Tickle With that my guy. Mouth. Get another 100K. Yep. Bro, not gay. Spring break's going to be awesome, bro. <laughs> you guys are not going to believe what I did on Friday. I'd do it. <laughs> that seems reasonable. Wait, <laughs> is it tickling? You want to add to that? There's a dessert menu? Yeah, it used to be, used to be uh, socially frowned upon to make your money that way. And now, it's, now you're a hero. And their dad's a bigot if he doesn't like it. That's the weird part to me. But you're still gay. But you're gay. <laughs> yeah, you have to accept you have a gay son, first of yeah. all. That's first. And then second, he's 27, like Brady said. If he wants to make his Ship money doing sailed. that, it's not necessarily something I'm sure you're real proud of. But in 2024, that's how, that's how people make money. <laughs> Wanging other dudes. <laughs> I preferred the old-fashioned way. Hard work and dedication. If I knew I could blow guys for this kind of cash, I'd be <laughs> taking Tuesdays off. <laughs> uh, it's 9.31. There you go. You guys are a mess. Dating a sex offender. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think I should do? Save my house or move into his condo? <laughs> a question for me. He moves into my neighborhood. All the neighbors are going to egg our house every day. Because, you know, he had sex with a kid. Melissa, hopefully we clean some of the muck off your window so you can see again. That is what Brady did, and I'm tired of talking to you guys. Holmberg's morning sickness. 
disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. Just a quick little song for our friend Melissa to run for the hills as her <laughs> her house value soars. Yeah, and there's the other thing, Brady. We don't even think you bring a sex predator into the house. Your values aren't going up. Crying out loud. <laughs> also in what we're ready to do, Nathan, uh, one of our listeners of the uh, homosexual kind, says, man, oh man, I wish OnlyFans was around when I was younger. Hearing all these OnlyFans success stories really embitters me. I'm probably too old and fat now to do an OnlyFans, but if this crap was around when I was in my 20s and 30s, I'd be driving a brand new Audi, that's for sure. And by the way, dude, your son is totally gay. <laughs> yeah, take that from one of our gay listeners. For sure. Call me old-fashioned. But if I say thank you after that's been in my mouth, I'm gay. If we're fist-fighting... Fist-fighting, right? Fi- okay. <laughs> if we're fisting, you know, if there's fisties going back. Look. Then, it, yeah, if, if it's in there and I'm fighting, that's called a rape. Yeah, you can say I'm old-fashioned, but it's the way I was brought up. I don't want that in my mouth or my hands without, you know, if I'm doing it, I've taken a step to that direction. That's why I'm a pristine gay. <laughs> I've yet to meet the man that I want to give my flower to. Does he exist, Brett? I don't know. Uh, Doesn't look like it right now. I want the man that moistens me all the right ways. I've yet to meet him. I've yet to even see him, not even on TV or anything. All I'm saying is, if the price is right, I'll be gay. And that goes for all of you. Every single, even Brady, when I told him, like, what, $5 million in a new house? You got a handful of dude. <laughs> it's a fact. You would do it. You would, you'd be an idiot not to. As a good friend, I'd sit there and go, that guy wants to give you what then? Just buy me a house and give me $5 million. What do you have to do? Some gay stuff. What are you talking to me for? Why aren't you over there? Grab your ankles. Yeah. It's <laughs> grin and bear it. Just think of it as like a colonoscopy. <laughs> Just do it. Nobody cares. God will know you're right. You'd do you it. do it yeah. for me? We split it? Yeah. Like, say, hey, John steps in. We get two. Why would I give you five. any of that? I just go to the guy and go, you want a better uh, ass? I got five million. <laughs> you can keep the house. <laughs> Why, what, what are you into him for? Are I going to split it with you for just knowing yeah. me? <laughs> no. If I'm taking pipe, it ain't half yours. I got proposition. <laughs> yeah, you're not. No, you're not getting a, a vig on that. Where's my cut? Yeah. Where's my uh, hemorrhoid pad? You get nothing. <laughs> You agreed to split it with me. Yeah, well, I didn't see you on the other end of that guy. <laughs> if you were in, if you were one of the members of the kebab, I'd give you some of this money, but no. But everybody's so got a So the guy price. came up and said, hey, I'll give you five mil, but you have to give half to Brady. You'll get okay. two and a half. If that was the offer. Yeah. Two and a half million tax free. Yeah. And we're starting to dabble in some real numbers. Like, I gotta give Brady two and a half million. What does he have to, you have to watch. Yeah, all he has to do is watch. Cool, I'd eyeball you the whole time. <laughs> oh, I would stare through you, laser beam. <laughs> we can't break eye contact the whole time. 
or we lose. Whoever looks away loses the dough. The other guy wins it all. You'd we're, be broke. We're out there, propositioners. <laughs> You'd be yeah, if you got it, Brandy. <laughs> you got. Let me offer our services. That would end the show quickly, though. <laughs> I don't think I could look at you the next day. Hey, what's up? You get the Brady report ready. We need to talk. No, we don't ever. Just do the job. That's what he said that day. Shut up. I blew through my two point five. I got another one. Don't <laughs> say so you blew through anything. You weren't there. <laughs> Anyway, if you, yeah, if you, hey, look, if I had two and a half and you found another suitor, we'd make a, a cottage industry out of this thing for five million piece. We'd be slapping so we got ten five. offers on the book. Slapping high five. And then I'd retire. Change my name. <laughs> Head to the backwoods. Yeah, I'd do that. Brett? He does. Awful tempting. Everybody's got a price. Be awful tempting. Everybody's got a price. And you're not gay, but you're doing gay stuff. It would be really tempting. If you enjoy it, man, you're then you're gay. gay. If it's just for the money. Oof. Yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, I don't know what my price is, but I think two and a half is about right. Tax free. We're not getting the IRS involved in this. It's a cash exchange. Yeah. There's a suitcase full of it. I'd stay at work for a little while longer. I'd start piling in slowly to some investments. You'd never know. But, yeah, for sure, I'd take take a piece of deal for a couple mil. <laughs> Hard. I don't care the size either. Barry Wood rolls in. Cool. <laughs> that's cool. Hey, somebody did it. I've asked, uh, and he asked, to, you know, that's fine. I can take it. I'm a man. <laughs> Core Institute's going to have to put you back together again. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> the shock would be... Uh, how fast he would finish. Because <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't be one of those guys that, like just sitting there. I'd be working it. Because that means it's over quicker. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guys think about that opportunity. They just be like, I'll just take it. No, if you don't participate, it might last forever. I'd be grinding, bouncing, saying dirty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be awesome. And that stuff would end quick. Oh, DeAndre. You get one <laughs> shot. You get one shot. Sorry, I was so fast. No, honestly, I'm flattered. <laughs> that was the quicker you are, the more that means I was good. Anyway, is this my suitcase? I'm leaving now. Anyway, that's the life. We're an entertainment role. What is what would Brady do done to all of us? Discuss this at home with your friends. What's the cost? Uh, entertainment drill is right around the corner. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Yeah, some guy emailed said, Brady acts like Holmberg and Brady are married. He gets half just because John did all the work. You're not my wife. Was it, uh, the proposition was to find out your price. If you'd say, hey, I'll do it, but you have to give Brady half no, that, would you still do it? the proposition was $5 million to you. And you said, if I gave you half, would you do it for me? Then it turned into what you're talking about after I very graciously said, absolutely. Tax-free 2.5? You bet. Gobble, gobble. Also, 
You're taking the $5 million hit on the IRS. That's yours. <laughs> You're exactly. dropping me Full twice. That's right. You, you pay for the tax. I get 2.5 cash on the side, and you figure it out from there. You're going to walk with about a million three. Yeah, I was going to say full pull on that's like 1.5 million. You're getting clobbered on it, but at least you didn't get clobbered on it. You know what I mean? Worth it. Totally. (laughs) Then it transformed into eyeball Brady. And in the middle, if the guy's like, hey. So the eyeball's out. No, the eyeball is the new one. Like, that's a different offer. Okay, okay. If he said five million, you want a journal? Look, and again, two five for each of us, tax free. I'm looking right at you. Yeah, (laughs) I'm looking through you. I've looked at Brady from both sides now. (laughs) Anyway, you're gonna make me cry. Yeah, will. Oh, we'll both be crying. Yeah, this gaze right here. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be going through your mind every time from here on out. Gaze is the word for it. I'll tell you right now, there's going to be a a whole load of Brady getting nervous about that. Oof. And then at the end, he'll look at me and he'll go, Did you blow her? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the big one I want to play? I could just picture this as I stare deep into Brady's eyes. <laughs> That's the one I'm looking for. <laughs> Don't hit me, it. JJ. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't you do it. hear it now. Damn it. Brady, do you have my money? Total of $139,283.16. That's not how money works. We're going to have to get an accountant. Uh, Brady, it's full. time for the entertainment drills. Brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. The home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. All the seminars ready for you. Everything is always prepared. Door is always open. It's just a matter of you walking through it. And once you do, you're going to see a whole new world. You're going to get in great shape. You're going to get personal training for a price that you can't get anywhere else. And that is a fact. I just had a friend tell me $1,500 a week for his wife's personal trainer. Now, these people have way too much money. And I don't say that about anybody. But in this particular case, I didn't know. They have way too much money. $1,500 a a week for his wife's personal trainer does it three weeks out of the month. That's $4,500 to have somebody just help her work out. It's a good gig. That's incredible. <laughs> she looks great, but that's because she's spending another twenty or thirty thousand dollars every couple months on surgery. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a lot of money, and that's an extreme price. But break that thing to cut that in a third, and you're still spending five hundred bucks on a personal trainer, which is not unusual. You're not spending that in a month at reactdefense.com, and you're getting better training there than any personal trainer I've ever sat through. Personal trainers are usually relegated to one thing and one thing only, aerobic, weights, whatever. This is all of it, plus some. You haven't lived until you've seen this workout and go nuts. Plus, Jay will throw the baseball around with you afterwards. That's what he's been doing with me to get my arm back in shape. We throw eh, 80, 90 pitches every couple days. My arm still hurts a little bit. I shouldn't be doing it yet, but I'm doing it. Don't tell the Core Institute about that. They're probably going to frown on that, but I'm doing it anyway. It's great. I can throw a ball again, and it's because I do all that stuff over there. They can teach you all sorts of things and make you just better at what you do, and the price is right. Reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. People on Reddit talked about how the fame of their celebrity relative affects family gatherings. Matthew McConaughey, they said he acts normal with us. But it was one guy said, but the bastard has yet to deliver me a Buick for a bully I beat up for him 38 years ago. 
Good answer. Though he does always bring the best booze to the parties. Shouldn't he deliver a Lincoln? Yeah, exactly. Well, at the time, it was a Buick, 38 years ago. Why? That's what he told he promised me he'd buy. Oh. Oh, pretty okay. Skip that part of the story. We didn't know. Gotcha. Shocking. Yeah. Well, I said it. <laughs> no, you Go said buy the me Buick a Skylark. Thing he said well, in the beginning. You said he promised he would deliver give me. me a, he'd buy me a Buick for the bully I beat right. up thirty-eight years but ago. That was the right. We didn't understand that because we didn't know that that was the initial promise. We thought this guy was just spouting off he wants a Buick. That's why I'm here. Yeah, explain it is why this. you're here. This is no, wow. it's why you're here, so we can explain. Mental this. gymnastics for <laughs> <Yeah>. us. <laughs> Megan yep. Fox. Whole room disagrees with him. He still thinks he got it right. Ah, that's close enough words. Turn up your mirror clears. That's right. We heard you. That's the problem. <laughs> she came. Uh, this is uh, Megan Fox. She came we for Christmas. <laughs> and everything seemed normal until she whipped out the stack of headshots that she bought. I got nothing. Uh, she Who's brought their. <laughs> Megan, signed them for Megan us. Megan Fox came for Christmas. Oh. Oh, nice. all, right. all right. Start that story over again. <laughs> no, that's all we needed to know. Elvis Presley went to the family reunion Who's? and uh, went to his family reunion. That's better. See, there, there's how words work. <laughs> Not just the family reunion. He was pissed off because they made him pay 20 bucks for a plate of food. Elvis? Yeah. He couldn't swing it? Everybody's got to kick in. Right. If everybody's paying 20, Elvis kicks in 20. Come. Seems exorbitant for 1970s prices for a plate of food, though, doesn't it? A little heavy. Yeah. And no one else is getting charged? Yeah. Yeah, that's stupid. Like right now at a family reunion, you kick in 20 bucks for a plate of food today, and it's like, geez, what are we getting? Because it's buffet style. The biggest celebrity they talked about was the lady from the Life Call commercials. I've fallen? That, yeah. Oh. She once was recognized at a mall and laid down on the floor and said, I've fallen, I can't get up. And a line of people were there cheering and clapping. Oops. I thought it was the greatest performance. Was it real? Yeah. Oh, jeez. You want some? Uh, you want to get punched in the nose real quick with how strange it is and what you won't ever unsee. I told you guys about it this weekend. Found out the lady in the Pax Lovid commercials, the fat one in the beginning, it's John Candy's daughter. Once you see it, you cannot unsee John Candy. It's just John Candy in a wig. Do you think it's COVID, Pax Lovid? Pax Lovid. Her name's Jennifer Candy. And once you see it, it's like, oh my god! And the reason I looked, like, what? Hang on a tick. Sure enough, it's Jennifer Candy. You look the at the wig it. was a, like a fro. Huh? Great. Oh, if it, yeah. If she had some, that's, like yeah, that's 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 her. Uh, what you pulled up on Google is just her images. Wow. You get it in that commercial. I'm thinking of a different one right there. Yeah, yeah that's her. Once you see now, yeah. Just now I Candy. see that. That's I, all you see now. I was thinking the other one that was dancing. I didn't know which drug it was. It, no, Pat, no. You're hair. thinking of the darker haired one that yeah. does the diabetes thing. Yeah. She's yeah. just fat and happy. Yeah. That is spot on. That's called Jardians a good fat happy. Yeah, Jardians. That's that's what and the fat lady's like, I don't machine. ever have to try because yep. medicine fixed yep. it. <laughs> it's a temporary fix. Yeah, that's a diabetes thing, I think, right? I think so. I could still be fat and eat everything because Jardians. That's what the commercial is. Every time I see those people dancing around, like, my heart's not going to stop today. Love the line, and a big story to tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then she goes lumbering into that fountain. Jimi Hendrix's uh, red, white, and blue headband that he wore during seven concerts from 1969 to 1970 just hit the auction block. It's expected to get 40000 
Guy says, Brady, I don't think you realize how big your first month on OnlyFans will be. Oh, my God. Second month will be zero because everybody will cancel out. But you'll have a <laughs> yeah. great month of people big trying, opener. trying your product. I wonder. 25 bucks a month to watch you eating a bag of Doritos. You I'm know, in. I- I'll tell you this. Brady doing anal angus on OnlyFans. <laughs> and you get all the money. All of it. With this audience? That's radio gold, my friend. I'll pass, Jim. It's Kirby's college. Hundred thousand at twenty five. What bucks if a that month? ends up being like bad Barbie? <laughs> you get like a million and a half dollars the first day, and you can shut it down. It's two point five million for a month, kid. <laughs> you could do. What that. if I like it? And all I have to do is one act. And it's two point five million the next yeah, month. Something yeah. Yeah. Now you're now you've got you a career. Try it. Finally, a career where your mouth is useful. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to Jeff Jr. at Trajan, <laughs> yeah. and you guys would be in, Oh, you'd, in you'd the... be Jeff's partner. Oh, man. Uh, this is pretty cool. Live Nation has announced their Lonnie Pass for 2024's yeah, concert season. You can get a lawn pass uh, for 25 Live Nation theaters across the yeah. U.S. Season tickets for all of it. Yep. Yeah, they used to 239 bucks. Yeah. It's neat. And now you go to San Jose and get a Live Nation place. Yeah. You can get on the lawn. You just get your pass. I think that's pretty cool for two forty, especially because. And my apologies to everybody. Uh, our twenty five dollar lawn tickets on Friday, Uh-oh. the service fees were included. So when you're looking for your twenty five dollar ticket, it wasn't there. It was thirty seven something. So everybody's like, "Where's the twenty five dollar tickets?" Like, oh, well, they add those fees in without us knowing they added those fees. And so it was a little confusing, but everybody uh. seemed to get on it. But the fees and all the nonsense make everybody kind of sick to their stomach when you're told, oh, the tickets are 70 bucks," and you leave going, how did I spend $140 on a when $70 ticket? Your ticket price, 50% of that added on in fees? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But, yeah, the uh, this thing's kind of neat because it just eliminates that. Now, I don't know the fine print, and I'm sure Brady didn't do the uh, the math or any oh, research. Limited. Of course he did. He's got it. But is it? Just for the ticket, like you'll get the Lonnie Pass for whatever, but you got to pay service charges for each show you go to. That wouldn't surprise me at all. It says $239, including all fees. Okay, that's gold. We'll grant entry to the general admission lawn seating and fast lane access at all participating venues. pretty good deal, if that's accurate. You'll get a laminate with the credentials. But if you're taking a date, you got to have a separate Lonnie pass for that. And she has to have one, too. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just go bringing everybody it's you know. you in. and a friend. Right. That's right. So just so we're clear, OnlyFans and Alangus thing, not going to do it. You know yeah. what we could do? Well, what if he likes it? He you said, know what we you could know? do is Brady's uh, sex doll simulation act could be an OnlyFans page instead of doing it live. Oh, there you go. It could be, yeah. <laughs> Would you rather do that or what I have planned? No. For Kirby to hold the doll. Because <laughs> you said you're bringing her. And I don't know why you would do that. And great, Kirby's going to that. Why would you do that? That's up to you. You know, Daddy's got to do some stuff he's not so proud of. I'm going. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Dang it. Anyway, uh, it's 10-13. Now it's time for that hot new midday show, The Larry Show. It's coming up in just seconds. He's got some stuff for you. Uh, as this week progresses closer and closer to Super Bowl uh, 58, right? My goodness. It's just one more day closer. Uh, and then football's over for the year. We start all of our 
sadness on Monday. Be nice to Larry. He'll be nice to you. And we'll see you guys tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. Oh! It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 